everyone. I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's true. And uh, this week, we are not, strictly speaking, talking about ARGs. <laughs> uh, you know, you have threatened to call me and yell uh, Neopets lore at me since we've started this show. And every time you have, I've said to you, is it an ARG, though? And you just kind of go, hmm. I mean, we'll talk about it. You you can tell me what you think, but I, I do I do think that, like, this is the stuff that originally got me into doing ARGs. Okay, I, I'll give that a pass, then. <laughs> this is going to be another, uh, another, um... Everyman hybrid scenario where I'm just like three episodes in, like, where's the arc? <laughs> Martin just wanted me to watch a YouTube series. <laughs> um, oh boy. And a lot of people wrote in with questions. Uh, but before I get into those questions, uh, what's your history with Neopets? Uh, I have had my Neopets account since, uh, let me do the math real quick. Uh, so it's 2004. That's what I was going to say. Uh, my Neopets account is 17 years old. Uh, I have been, I have been playing it since I was in third grade, uh, on, on the same account. Uh, Your Neopets had, account can drive. <laughs> I know. I had to do the thing where you get, like, your parents to sign a form and, like, fax it to them to, like, access the forums. <laughs> I forgot we stole that from Neopets. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah, we stole that for the Pepsi ARG. Um, yeah, I so me and, and some of my friends in middle school got really into Neopets, and I was, like, very, very into it for a long time. I, like, role-played on the forums. I uh, was into the trading card game, and I got, like, the magazines from Limited 2. I have a bunch of, like, Neopets plushies uh, at my parents' house, and, like, some of the other, like, weird Neopets memorabilia that came out in that kind of era. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was a big Neopets kid. I now that you say that, I got my sister the Neopets trading card game starter kit when we were kids. Yeah, the and trading card we, game rules. I remember we played a couple games and we really liked it, and then we never did anything else. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> it like the trading card game is really good. It's just like compared to a lot of the other trading card games that were popular at the time it's like really really absurdly simple (laughs) (laughs) because it because it was like for younger kids Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah um okay my experience with neopets was i i tried to get into it once and i remember i had an account at some point and it lasted me a couple days but like I didn't care about any of the Neopets, and I was like, what do I do with my Neopet? Like, can I, like, is it like Pokemon? Can I battle Neopets, or can I, like, do any of this stuff? And I, I, I you know, a dumb sixth grader Andrew was just like, there's nothing here. There's Flash <laughs> games, but, like, I don't care about the Neopet that I adopted. You can I'm battle done. your Neopets. I think I think I tried to once and then I lost immediately. Yeah, it's it not was like, super intuitive. <laughs> and it was like, oh, you'll never get any HP back. You have to like wait in real time for them to heal or something. And I was like, yeah. oh well, I'm done. 
Yeah, no, the, the Battle Dome is not super intuitive, and honestly, like, the people who are into Neopets just to, like, do the Battle Dome stuff scare me. Like, those people <laughs> are on the same level as, like, the people who do Neopets just to do the stock market. Like, those people also scare me. Are, aren't you in, like, the Neopets 1%? Uh, no, I'm definitely not. I only have, like, I think a million Neo points, and with, like, inflation, that's that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay wait let me check I my, know let me check my my bank account i'll tell you exactly how much i have okay i know friend of the show wheels yeah i think is like truly the neopets one percent okay i have uh two million two hundred thirty thousand neo points in the bank which is not a whole lot what will i get you an omelet uh that will t- what will that get me uh, probably, like, one inexpensive paintbrush. <laughs> Wild. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm looking through this list of all of the Neopets now. It, am I right in that, like, when you sign up, it's like, which of these three Neopets do you want to adopt? Um, so, yeah, there are some that you can't choose that like you have to get through weird like esoteric means on the site i think it's like cybunnies uh crocs and drakes are the ones that you have to get through like you have to get like certain items in order to get them the rest i'm pretty sure it gives you the option Hmm. maybe i'm misthinking of something but i remember when i first started off i was like i don't like any of the options that i have available to me of Things to it. I almost said Pokemon of Neopets to adopt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I was never super deep in Neopets. Nowadays, looking at them, I'm like, these are kind of cool. I like the designs more as an adult than I did as a kid. Yeah, but, like, they they've like redesigned some of them over the years. I think I, a lot. Of, I like a lot of them. Um, I don't know that I necessarily want to. You and a couple other people convinced me to create an account sometime semi-recently since the podcast (laughs) started uh and i do not remember the login information but i think that i signed up and i adopted one that looks like a deer Um, am i right is that a thing oh which one would that be and oh uh i'm looking through the list now and i don't see one that looks like a deer so what did i adopt wait is it this guy no, it wasn't he's an Ixie. A, it yeah, was, he's more of a goat. Maybe I, maybe I'm making up memories. It's been a long year. <laughs> um, if anybody, if anybody who listens to the podcast uh, also has a Neopets account and you want to friend me, uh, my username is KitKat two four two ten. It's just, it's literally just a random generated uh, like username that I got in two thousand four. Hell yeah. But if you would like to friend me, there you go. I still get, I still go on like once every couple weeks to do my dailies and stuff. I used to do it a lot more. Um I don't know. I used to do it a lot more when I when I worked um in my old office cuz I I moved offices in the library. Um I used to do it a lot more when I worked in my old office and now I just kind of like forget. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get um, that. But yeah, there you go. If you wanna if you wanna shoot me a friend request, I will accept it. <laughs> I have like I have so many random people in my like Neo friends list that I just like straight up don't remember who they are. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Looking back through, I think it might have been either a cow or a Lenny. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, those sound those seem like they're very. I feel like if I didn't adopt one of those, they were in contention. Back when I was a kid, I was like, "How come there's no cool dragons?" And Scorchio and Kyoryu or whatever didn't didn't do it for me. In yeah. hindsight, Pateri is where it's at. Uh, uh, but so they they recently like in the past couple of years they they added slots so you can have like six Neopets now. It used to be that I feel you like you could have, have like four. three. Was yeah, it four? It, okay. Originally, it was you could only have four, but they added some. Gotcha. Okay. So you can have a full team of six, like Pokemon. Yeah. Perfect. I'm ready to get back in. <laughs> um, we got a couple questions that came in besides that are all basically the same, which is just which one do you like? So, which one's your favorite Neopet, Marn? Um, I like Shoyru's a lot. I had, um, I definitely had like a like a Shoyru toy um, mm-hmm. that was like one of the ones that like walked and talked. It wasn't like a plushie. It was like one of the ones that actually like made sounds and stuff. Um, and my first Neopet ever was a Shoyru. So I like those guys. Okay. Um, I like some of the newer ones. I like Norbu's a lot. They're just like little llama guys. Which one's Norbu? Oh yeah, that one's cool. Uh, I like Zwietox because I have one that I got from the pound whose name is Truck Stop. who has a pet pet named gas station hell yeah and i love them so much (laughs) i just like i just saw them at the powder i was like oh you're perfect your name is truck stop (laughs) i'm adopting you immediately i also have a neopet whose name is purge info (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i went through a couple days of just like refreshing the pound a bunch and like adopting neopets with like really stupid names <laughs> and i was like oh there's one named purge info that like breaks its own pet page i have to have you oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i'm looking through this list now i think lutari is kind of cool it's like a little otter thing oh yeah yeah i like those guys uh, Pateri, the little bird, and uh, Tonu, the rhino, are cool. I like Koi. Uh, it's a Koi. Yeah. <laughs> Not much more you can say about that one. Yep. <laughs> um, and uh, Elephant, which is an elephant. I yep. think these. Are, I think those are the ones that I like the most. I, I like these. Also, cow. The cow. I think I like anything that just is an animal. Oh, I like. I also like Aisha's the weird like cat things. They have some good paintbrush colors. There are a couple of these that are, uh, like, they are kind of, like, mascot Neopets. Yeah. Like, some stand out, like Scorchios, Aisha's, um, there was one in particular that I was like, oh, uh, Kachiks, I think. Um, there are a couple that just, like, stand out as, like, that's a Neopet. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like any of those. I feel like that's like saying that your favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. I just kind of, like... <laughs> Look at you sideways if that's... You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, li- I also like Bloomeroos because I used to play Diceroo a lot, a lot while I was at work. What is a Bloomeroo? Hold on. Let me look through. They're like the weird... They're the, like, oh, kangaroo. those guys? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here, listen. Listen. <laughs> I used to play <laughs> Diceroo a lot at work, which is like the dice game and the mascot of... Uh, Dicearoo is King Roo, who ha- who is like the goofiest looking motherfucker on the website, and I love him. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
he's oh, just, he's got a little cape and shit on him. Okay. He's just a little jester who plays dice. Just a little man. Yeah. You're just your type. Uh, Aaron Albright writes in and says, what species is the worst Neopet and why is it the Asia? I'm actually going to say it's the Bloomeroo. No. Uh, I think, wait, let me look at these guys again. Let me formulate my answer. I think for my money, it's probably the Chia. I don't like those guys. Which one is the Chia? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Chias either. There's also like a glitch that would let you turn other people's pets into Chias. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in like in the battle dome just that's the curse uh there was an item that would uh i think if you like threw it at people uh it would just like turn their pet into like a base chia <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if they ever fix that <laughs> <laughs> From what I know about the website design of Neopets, probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> uh, someone else wrote in, uh, We Are Alexander says, what's your favorite Neopets brush? Um, Let me see. I have the paintbrushes pulled up because I forgot what some of them look like. Uh, I really Is like it- the... Do you want to see the page? <laughs> no, I, I don't need to look through and pick a favorite <laughs> color. I'm, I'm not in preschool. I'm good. Uh... <laughs> Is this is it just like what's your favorite Neopet skin? Is that basically what you're asking? Kind of. I mean, there's like some weird ones. There's like plushy and ghost, and uh, there's like there's one that like makes them see through, and like you can see their brain and stuff inside them. That's um, cool. Yeah, I really like. I like the. I've always liked the plushy ones, um, and I like the the sketch one that makes them look like a pencil sketch. Uh, oh, that sounds of- cool. Because uh, my Shoru on my on my main account is a sketch uh, Shoru. I actually have two Christmas Neopets on my main account because a lot of people put Christmas pets in the pound for whatever reason. <laughs> well, it's not Christmas anymore, Marn. I guess. You don't want a festive holly jolly jetsam in the middle of August. <laughs> but they're just like white and green. It's like, all right. <laughs> like, I could do something <laughs> with these guys. <laughs> I did, I pulled up this page and I said, oh, one of these images isn't loading. And it turns out that's the invisible paintbrush. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) When I was younger, Uh, I really liked the pirate uh, paintbrush. I really wanted a pirate pet. Yeah, pirates are cool. Pirates never go out of style. Pirates are always cool. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely Bees says, do you have a favorite non-Neopets pet site? Kind of. (laughs) Are there any? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only other pet site I've ever played is Flight Rising, uh, which a bunch of my college friends got very, very into for a time. Um, Flight Rising is just um, a pet site where you uh, raise dragons and you breed dragons, um, and they all have, like, primary, secondary, and tertiary genes, so you can, like, breed them to get, like, certain colors or, like, certain scale patterns, uh, in your in your dragons, um, and yeah, it that that was fun for a couple months, and then like the site was very new and didn't have a lot of a lot of features, so I just stopped playing it. And I tried to go back recently, and they have like added so fucking much to the site that I'm like, this is overwhelming. Goodbye. 
<laughs> but I had some cool dragons. Wait, let me see if I can log in so I can show you what the dragons look like. It's- I think that was that was kind of my problem with Neopets is that I logged in and I was like, there's a lot of stuff to do. Also, I don't know what I should do. And none of it seems cool. So I'm out. Yeah, like here's here's one of my dragons. If, if it weren't for the fact that Neopets entered my life at the same time that I was like a sixth grader that was like, mm-hmm. okay, I need to become cool now. Yeah. Uh, it, I would have had a much different story. Is your is this dragon you just linked to me transparent and full of water? Yeah. That's like one of the that's like one of the genes that they can have is like they have a transparent tummy. Wait, no. I don't want to send that twice. Send the other one. Yeah. Jesus, that's a rocky lad. Yeah, that's my favorite one. You can you can have uh dragons that like grow gems on them. Huh. All right. And it has a more intuitive battle system than Neopets, I would say. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. If I can fight. Okay. <laughs> you can, You can, in fact, make the dragons fight. <laughs> all right. That's all I ever wanted. <laughs> all right. There's like, <laughs> there's also like a really robust system of like people breeding certain like colors of dragons to, uh, to sell them to each other. <laughs> Which is obviously, like, not a thing that can happen on Neopets. We got one other question. Uh, I'm going to tone this one down a little bit. Uh, What fairy is your favorite, Marn? Ooh. uh, And then uh, what fairy is your favorite, Winky Face? uh, Let me open up a list of the fairies. Uh, I will say, I don't know any of the fairies. I'm sure that's about to change in the next... Uh, however long this episode is. Uh, but I'm looking through a list of Neopets fairies. Yeah, I'm on the wiki. I always really liked the space fairy. Like, she never, she almost never shows up in anything, but she has a very cool design. Um, yeah, space fairy is cool. Uh, I like Talia, the snow fairy. I do a lot of her quests on Neopets. Okay. Um, and I like the neg fairy. She just walk around insulting people. <laughs> no, okay, negs are items. Sorry, I should have I should have led with that. Uh, <laughs> negs are items. They're like fruits, uh, and you sell them to her. She just walks around. She's like, "That's your neopet." <laughs> you picked a uh, bloomeroo, huh? <laughs> okay. No, they're perfectly reasonable pets. <laughs> That's her in the middle, and the space fairy is next to her. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at a list right now. I like the soup fairy. Oh, yeah, the soup fairy is cool. Uh, Water fairy seems cool. Yeah, I don't really know any of these fairies, so (laughs) that's about it for me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess if I had to pick one, I like like Talia. I do do a lot of her quests on Neopets. Hell yeah, sounds good. Um, I think that is going to do it for questions for us, so... It's with a heavy heart that I have to say, Marn, can you tell me about the plot of Neopets? I absolutely can. Uh, Is this punishment for getting married? Is this, I have a wife now and you're just like, time to crush Andrew? Absolutely not. Hold on, I have a billion tabs open. Let me close some of these. Oh boy. I have just like so many Neopets tabs open from... (laughs) Uh, from answering questions. And so many dragon tabs open as well. 
Because I was like, ooh, let me let me real quick feed my dragons while I'm on Flight Rising for the once a year that I get on Flight Rising. <laughs> By the way, I saw somebody asked, how are your Neopets doing? Uh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently you only feed them once every, like, three weeks, so. Uh, well, you only, you only have to, like, the, the, the hunger meter on Neopets is pretty slow. Like, you only have to feed them, like, once every couple weeks. Uh, oh, okay. anyway... <laughs> but I try to feed them every time I log in. Anyway, uh, Neopets, huh? <laughs> Neopets, huh? So what I think we're going to do is there are three very short plots, as they're called, that I want to try and get through. And then I want to talk about one of the big ones that was like two weeks long. Okay. Args so, are so funny. To, sorry. Args are very funny because there are so many of them that we run that are just like, great. Let me tell you about this big, long thing. It was such a neat thing. It happened over the course of two whole weeks. <laughs> and then we have others that are just like, so this is a six-year campaign that ran, uh, and we can cover it in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, for reference, most of these short ones, I think, only took, like, a couple days. Okay. Neopets has, like, the guides to a bunch of the early ones just, like, up on the site. Um, so if anybody ever wants to just, like, look it up and see the images that we're looking at, you can just type, like, Neopets Mystery Island Plot into Google and it'll pop the page up for you. This is just your secret approach to get people back into Neopets, isn't it? Maybe. <laughs> okay. This is just us trying to, like, re-indoctrinate a generation. Uh, but so so the long one, the, the Altador plot that we're going to talk about, I was going to save for Extra Life to, like, make you go through it as, like, a game. <laughs> but it is broken currently because uh, some of the parts uh, need Flash to progress and they haven't converted it uh, to not be Flash yet. So I... Yes, we mentioned this before we started recording, and it made me think of the other question that I had. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Homestuck in that like you can't go back and revisit a lot of it because the internet around it broke, basically. Yeah, and I, yeah, it sucks because like I thought it was really interesting that like for the longest time they had like set it up that like okay, here's one of our old plots, and like every single step to it still works, and you can do it whenever you feel like it. And now it's just, like, broken until they feel like fixing it. And then, yeah, and then Flash went down, and so it's just like, well, that's yeah. 90% of our website. And uh, is, is kind of a two-part question. A, how active are the owners of Neopets? And B, do I remember right that they got bought by, like, the Mormon Church or Scientology or some major <laughs> religion? Yeah, there was, like, a period of a couple years when they were owned by Scientologists. They aren't anymore. Okay. Uh, right now they are owned by Jumpstart, which is the oh. company that makes children's video games. Yeah, um, okay. And they are, like, not super active, but, like, they have been making an effort, I would say, to make the site less Flash-based and, like transfer a lot of the games and stuff over um unfortunately they basically forced a new layout onto the site while they were doing that and it kind of sucks 
is like, is is Neopets still updating? Yeah. Like new stuff still comes out on Neopets in the year of our Lord 2021. Yep. Okay. I just kind of assumed that it was like still up for like archival purposes, but they weren't still adding more, but I'm I'm just wrong. Oh no, yeah, it still updates. Huh. Okay. I mean, it's a lot sparser, I would say, probably, than it used to be, and a lot of it trends towards, like, clothes for Neopets that, like, you have to pay real money to get, like, the shop currency for. Sure. Um, But, yeah, no, it's still updating. (laughs) Yeah, any day now we're gonna get the Neopets gotcha game. That was a thing, I think. (laughs) Did that happen? Well, they had a mobile game that you had to, like, pay real money for stuff in it. So Hell yeah. more or less. Yeah, you get a Chia for free, but if you want a good Neopet, you're gonna have to pay out your ass. Yeah. You want a Chia or a Bloomaru or an Asia? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so tell me about the plots of Neopets. So, okay. We are going to start with what I think is the first plot, or at least it's the first one I remember. There was like, so there was one before this, or there were a couple before this when they were like kind of figuring out how plots were going to work, but they were just like murder mysteries. And they didn't actually have like stuff the players could do. It was just like every week they put up like a little flash video and we're like, oh no, like someone else got murdered. Um, They're hmm. murdering people in Neopets? Yeah, they had a they had a murder mystery plot with like the staff, like the original staff of Neopets, like were trapped in a mansion or something and were getting murdered. Huh. Okay. I should I I should say during like the beginning of Neopets, a lot of it was like fairly more adult oriented because like they didn't have a huge audience and they were just kind of like making it for themselves. <laughs> okay, sure. Um so yeah, so like one of the original plots was just like in 2001, which was like the third year of Neopets, they were like, "Oh, we're going to do like this little this little plot thing that's like about all of our little staff avatars from the website like going to a ski lodge and like every week one of us gets murdered." Um and then we like reveal who the murder mystery like we reveal who the mastermind was and like people can vote every week on like who they think it is and they get like a special item um anyway this is not that uh the first uh the first plot that we're going to talk about is hunt for the crown which was um i believe the crown of like the king of the lost desert or something was stolen so neopets has Neopets has, like, different lands that you can travel to. There's Right, like, it's like Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got Epcot, you got the Magic Kingdom, yeah. Yeah, and so one of them is the Lost Desert, uh, okay. which is, like, ancient egypt themed. Um, <clears throat> and so this one started with, uh, I believe they put up, like, a news post or something, Um and, like, if you traveled to a certain location in the Lost Desert, um, you would get a special page uh, that had this little ransom note on it. Oh, wait, I can just copy and paste the image. I'm not even going to send you to that page. Okay, so it's like a shitty MS Paint page. It says, haha, 
We have stolen your crown, Viazza. You smell and you have a spotty bum. And uh, two little... Oh, I closed out my reference sheet of Neopets. <laughs> but two little... Uh, it's like a little ball monkey with yeah. tails. They're, they're Mirkas. They're called Mirkas. Mirkas, that's what I said. <clears throat> um, and people noticed that uh, one of the thieves had signed this uh, down in the left corner, which is uh, with the name Hirmijit. And they found that Hirmijit was actually a pet uh, who existed on the site. Uh, and okay. if you went to his pet page, uh, it looks pretty much like a normal pet page, uh, except he talks about a secret meeting at uh, the at the shop, the hot dog stand, um, which okay. was a real shop that you could visit on the site. Um, and if and he also talks about his brother, whose name was Mira Loudon. And if you go to that page, if you go to Mira Loudon's page, uh, he talks about a password for the meeting, which was Codestone. Um, and if you went to the hot dog stand, uh, you could, uh, the URL would change to read like password equals at the end. Uh, and if you put mm, okay. in Codestone, you were taken to like a secret page where like the hot dog stand owner handed you a note. Um, hmm. And then and like that, you got an item in game. Yeah, and like cool. you 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 could like click the note and read it. Sorry, um, you got a neg in game. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Am I hip with the Neopets? <laughs> yes, you're very hip, Andrew. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and so the note was encoded. Uh, every vowel was replaced by the letter after it in the alphabet. And if you unscrambled the note, uh, it would tell you to go to the trapdoor room under the pet pet shop. And if you went to the pet pet shop and you viewed the source code, there was a hidden link to the trapdoor. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and once you entered the trapdoor, uh, you would find a diary... And if you click the diary, uh, the source of the page read, As you open the diary, a crumpled up yellow piece of paper falls to the floor. I got you into that kitchen once before. I can get you in again. 19, 1, 25, 9, 14, 14, 1, 8. Uh, which is an A1Z26 code uh, for the name Cyana. Uh, and if you went to okay. the homepage for the Neopet named Cyana, um, you would get uh, some alerts that say, who are you? You don't belong here and turn back. Um, and then a page uh, popped up uh, that took you to the Lost Desert Cybunny Defense Initiative and asked you for a code word. Okay. Uh, and if you highlighted the whole page, uh, so the, the code was three numbers. And if you highlighted the page, uh, you could see the words Cybunny Information Matrix. Um, uh, some of the letters in in the phrase were like capitalized, and people realized that they were Roman numerals, um, and so that gave them the code. Um, and if you entered the code, if you entered the correct code, it took you to a message board that mentioned a guild. So on Neopets, you can have guilds, um, okay. which are just like little clubs 
that your friends can be in with like um with like private message boards and stuff um, sure and if you visited the guild you would get a link uh to an important meeting on the calendar of mystery island Ooh, uh, okay. and if you followed the link you would arrive at a page with a parrot page with a parrot Mm-hmm. okay uh and if you refreshed the page with the parrot enough times uh it would give you bits actually this still ex- this page still exists it still works um if you refresh the page with the parrot enough times, it gives you, um, among, like, other phrases it says, it gives you, like, pieces of a conversation between the people who are conspiring to steal the crown. Um, okay. And one of them says that he uh, he wants half a million neopoints in a certain deposit box uh, and says that the number of the box will be at a specific uh, neo-home address. Which Neopets also has, you can have Neo homes and they all have unique addresses. Okay, not your Neo address? We don't yeah. just add Neo to the start of everything? No. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, when you go to the address, it says, uh, a letter lies on the floor here. It reads, you must leave the money in a safety deposit box in the National Neopian Bank. The box number is as follows. The rest of the paper is blank. And I believe, I think like, oh yeah, when you and when you uh, view the source of that page, you get a riddle uh, as an addition to the letter uh, that is, my first is in sun, but never in shade. My second works hard, but never gets paid. My third is a candle beginning to fade. Piece together this riddle to find plotters three, his majesty betrayed by jealousy and greed. Two plotters you know, the third is the key. My last lives in winter, but then dies in spring. Listen to my clues and help avenge the king. Hmm. Okay, then. Um... So um, what are we dealing with? We're trying to figure out who's attacking the king? Yeah, well, they're trying to figure out uh, the safety deposit box ID. So they're trying to solve this riddle. Okay. And they realize that if you took the first letter of every line in the poem, because uh, there's like a weird ellipses in between uh, two of the lines, they were like, well, that's weird. Why would they put this random ellipses there? Um, mm-hmm. They realized that uh, it became mmm.phtml, which you could just add to the neopets.com uh, site, and it would take you to a page with a flash puzzle on it that obviously no longer exists because RIP right. flash. Right, okay. Um, and it took you to a flash puzzle where you had to like press certain letters on your keyboard, uh, and it would eventually give you the safety deposit box uh, ID of 84561587, which everyone on Neopets has a safety deposit box with a unique ID where you can just like store items. Um, and if you copied that ID in place of your own, it would give you a uh, a note that said, you know where to find me, MV. Um, and if mm. you took the note into a paint program and you did a flood fill on the background, it revealed the numbers, um, or it revealed coordinates, uh, X three, seven, seven, Y 71. Okay. And 
you could move your mouse over the HTML version of like certain maps and it would show you the coordinates on like the lands. Um, and if you went to those coordinates on Mystery Island, uh, it would pop up a secret beach uh, that whenever you refresh the page, sometimes it would have writing on it. Um, and you could put those that writing together um, to say 56 South, 42 West, um, 335127. Um, and if you visited those coordinates, uh, you would find the crown. Okay. And that's the crown puzzle. Okay, that's that's neat. It's not super big, but it's like it takes you all around the site and makes you do a bunch of different stuff, and then you, in the end, find a crown. That's cool. Yeah. I had no idea stuff like that existed on Neopets, and that's really neat. Hell yeah. Uh, so the next one we're going to talk about is the Mystery Island uh, volcano plot. Okay. Uh, which was that uh, the the kind of like, quote unquote, trailhead of this was that one of the shopkeepers who uh who is a part of like one of the neopets dailies just like went missing uh this was the tombola man um and when you went to his page it would just like he wouldn't be there in like the little picture uh and you would get a message that said like weird the tiki tack man is no longer to nowhere to be seen he never leaves his tombola unattended and it looks like there were signs of a scuffle i wonder where he has gone hmm okay uh, and if you went to visit the island mystic, uh, who gives, like, prophecies and, like, weird fortunes and stuff, uh, he would say unique dialogue uh, that was, oh, no, could it have started already? What has happened to the Tiki Tak Red? And then also the, like, master of the Neopets fighting dojo also went missing, which is, like, where you take your pets to train for the battle dome. So mm -hmm. if you went there... Uh, you would get a message that said, a school without a master is nothing, and that is what we have become, for only last night our honorable master was stolen from us. We fear he was kidnapped, for there were signs of a strong fight. Chairs knocked over, and strange holes burnt into the sides of the school wall. If you could help us at all, we would appreciate it. We do not know what or who could overpower such a skilled fighter, but he is obviously a foe worthy of great respect. Okay. This this plot kind of, like, freaked me out as a child, because, like, imagine you're trying to do your dailies on Neopets, and just, like, a bunch of the shopkeepers are just, like, just straight disappear. up... Just disappear. Yeah, and it's like, they've been kidnapped. Wild. <laughs> uh, and if you looked in the source code on, like, the... on the master page, you would see a clue... Uh, said, looking closer, you see footprints leading to the north. Two sets, you see nothing else. Um, and you could try to approach the volcano in Mystery Island, um, but you would get stopped by a fire fairy saying that she was supposed to be there to stop people from approaching, approaching the dangerous volcano. Uh, and after that, the island mystic disappeared. Uh, and if you looked in the source code, you would say, you would see, looking closer, you see two sets of footprints leaving the hut. Um, and if you refreshed, hmm. it would change to, you also find a single red feather on the floor near the door. Hmm. Okay. 
Um, and then the next victim was the Tiki Tour Guide w- with a message, Oh no, who would want to kidnap the Mystery Island Tour Guide? It seems that somebody came in the night, smashed up his cart, and stole him away. The mysterious kidnapper has struck again. Is there a pattern behind these recent crimes? Where have all the islanders been taken? One thing is for certain, nobody has a clue. And this is the image that went with it. Jesus, okay. Yeah, it's too little. Like- coconut dudes crying over a smashed stand yeah <laughs> uh and if you looked at the source code uh of the volcano you would see a message you notice a path through the trees and uh people found uh that you could go to neopets.com slash island slash volcano paths uh dot phtml and it would uh bring you to a cave leading into the volcano um, and you had to work through, like, 15 different, like, left or right choices. Um, and wh- if you made your way to the right path, uh, you would discover the fire fairy again, who stops you from getting any further. Um, and then the next, like, shopkeeper figure to go missing was the island fairy, um who manages like the trading post which is like a big thing on the site like the trading post is how you trade items back and forth it's like where people make deals to get certain items like instead of in the shops because you can um i believe you can spend more money on the trading post than you can in a shop um, it's where people put up a lot of like rare items instead of in their shop or the auction house so when the island fairy goes missing, the trading posts shut down. Wild. Yeah. That's uh, crazy there, to take down like a major game uh-huh. feature. And there's a there's a message that said like the island fairy is nowhere to be seen and all the doors are locked. I hope you didn't have any items in there because they aren't coming out until these kidnappings are stopped. <laughs> <laughs> hey dummies, play our game. <laughs> Uh, and the and she also managed the cooking pot, which is like a weird like mechanic to like combine certain items that I I've never used, so I couldn't tell you how it works. Uh, okay, but it put up a message that said, uh, "We thought the kidnapper wouldn't strike again, but he or she or it has. The island fairy is nowhere to be seen. There is no note, no sign of a struggle, nothing. Without the island fairy here, the pot may not work the way it is supposed to." Um, and in the source hmm. of the page, if you refreshed a couple times, you would find. One set of footprints leads away to the north, and you see a ripped, burned note on the ground next to the pot. And if you put burned note on the end of the URL, uh, you got uh, this photo, which is indeed a ripped, burned note. Hmm. Sure is. That's a note. Ripped and burned. (laughs) Uh, Green jelly root. And to get the correct information for the note, you had to once again visit the parrot who we met in the last plot, uh, who would give you clues. Um, And the clues were, but what if I turn into a uni? Yeah, just give me time to find the ingredients. I'm going to need some peach jelly. I'll come to pick it up tomorrow. Uh, And if you visited the rock pool as well, um, you would notice a very tiny version of the island fairy trapped in a bowl. Um, and so using the clues that the parrot gave you, you had to mix a uni morphing potion, peach jelly, and a slug root uh, to produce a certain plant. 
Uh, and then you had to mix it with another plant to create a potion. And if you visited the rock pool uh, with that potion in your inventory, it would free the island fairy. Hmm. Okay. Um, and you got unique dialogue with her uh, said uh, basically she was trying to uh, make uh, this root for a friend of hers that had that turned out to have magical shrinking properties um, and she was approached by this like weird shaman who pushed her into her cooking pot and she shrunk uh, and was trapped in a bowl. Uh, and she said, the shaman is behind the kidnappings. He must be to help you on your quest. I will let you in on a secret. The kidnappings are not random. I hoped they were, but I know that there is a purpose behind them. The five of us were entrusted a long time ago as the keepers of Mystery Island. There was something horrible in the volcano, something really bad. And if it escaped, it could mean doom for the whole island. And the power that we were given all those years ago has kept the volcano sealed and the evil at bay. I fear that the shaman is trying to get us out of the way so he can release this evil on the world, and by kidnapping the keepers of the volcano, he may have got a good start. You must search the island for the four remaining people and free them. The fate of the whole island lies in your hands. I can tell you that two things that will help you on your quest. Firstly, it seems that the shaman has an evil sense of humor, hence where I've spent the last 24 hours. Secondly, he doesn't want to hurt us. He wants to hide us somewhere we will never be found. Good luck. Okay. Um, and if you returned later to talk to her, uh, she would mention a note that she found and say, uh, that she had found it in some bushes, um, but it wasn't in a language that she'd ever seen before. Uh, and it was a pictographic language that you just, you just basically had to figure out, um, what letters, um, were which, uh, symbols, um, which people just, like, did manually. They were like, oh, okay, we figured out which ones are the vowels and like we figured out like this word has to be like and and this word has to be two and they sure. just kind of did it that way yeah um and the I've, note I've brute forced a puzzle or two in my time yeah uh and the note said uh p.s you were correct with the four of them gone the power of the ancients was weak enough to open the first seal um, my minions are working on reaching the second as we speak. When all three are down, the secret of the volcano shall be yours, my lord. When going on safari, safety is of the utmost importance. Make sure you pack at least three large peon leaves, nine pinanas, and seven kraku berries in case of pork in case of poisons at eight o'clock every day you must prepare the camp. It is only two hours till nightfall, and the island can get very dangerous Jay um, and two new locations appeared on the Mystery Island map, which were the Beach and Teco Mountain. Uh, you could also go deeper into the volcano, um, and you would encounter the Fire Fairy casting a spell, uh, but she would throw you out uh, once you found her and said, No, the incantation is nearly complete. How did you get in here? Get lost. <laughs> uh, the Island Mystic came back. Uh, and had unique dialogue uh, that said he didn't he was unconscious for most of the time that he was gone so he didn't know where he went or what happened uh, but he knew that someone was trying to unlock the volcano and there was a beast of mythic proportions inside the volcano hmm. um, and 
uh, he said that every each one of the um, each one of the protectors had a a word of a spell, and his word was awaken. Awaken. Okay. Uh, the Tombola man also came back, uh, but his face was wrong. He usually wears a mask, and it had been replaced by a different one. Uh, and if you played the tumble, he said, you must find my tiki mask and break the curse. Ask for help, please. Um, and people, w- I, I guess, I don't know how they figured this out. Um, but they, they realized that if you went to just like the Neopets search bar and typed mm-hmm. tiki mask in, uh, you would get a weird response where it said like, uh, the the little like Sarah's the Zafara who uh who like helps with the searches like her eyes roll back in her head and she like starts chanting to you, Jesus, uh, and you would get a clue that said the mask you seek is a thousand miles away. Fetch it quickly to save the day. Okay. Um, and there was a game. There's a game on the site called Fetch. Um, and people realized hmm. that they could go. Uh, to the page where you play fetch and you could keep refreshing it um, until you were asked to find a magic tiki mask and once you retrieved it in the game uh, you were allowed to keep it in your inventory and you could just take it back to the tumbola Um, and once you did that uh, the tumbola man said that he had been cursed with an evil mask and was under control of the shaman uh, who was loose on the island and he would give you his part of the spell uh, which is the word beast. Beast. Okay. I will say, like, the evil the evil tumble event scared me as a child. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a creepy looking dude for a web for a for Neopets. Yeah. That's just a, a wooden mask. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> it's got teeth. Yeah. Uh, and if you went and uh, if you went back to the f- the the island fairy, uh, and you could uh, you could visit her and you could add ask mystery word to the end of the URL, uh, and that would unlock dialogue where she said, uh, "I remember there was some sort of secret word that I was supposed to remember. I think I even wrote it down at some point, but now I can't just re- I just can't remember it. It's as if it it's as if it has been removed from the whole of the history of Neopia." Um, and people started to realize that the word of was missing just around the entire website. And they were like, oh, the, the word must be of. Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you went back to the, the Tiki tour guide uh, and the distraught children, who are the children of the tour guide, by the way, like those are his kids, <laughs> those crying children. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they would tell you something about Jadora, who is the dark fairy that you can get quests from. She's like the mean, evil fairy. Uh, she's the rude fairy that you can get quests from. Uh, and you could uh, you could visit her and view the source of her page, and you would find a little hint that said "Ask about Tiki Tour Guide," uh, which you could then add to the URL. Um, and she would say, you want to know about that talking statue? Oh, yes. I bought that little guy from a merchant on Mystery Island. Cute little fellow, only two inches high, but you think he was alive. It was a great <laughs> ornament for my mantelpiece for a while, but then it kept screaming help, which got on my nerves. I gave him away to somebody who did a quest for me. Can't remember the guy's name, but I know he loved coconuts and tiki and all that rubbish. 
<laughs> um, and from there, people um, went on like the shop wizard, which lets you type in like the name of an item or like partially, uh, and it will take you to shops that have it. And they searched tiki, and they found like the rarest tiki items that were only in a couple shops. Um, and they found this one item that only one uh one person on like the whole website had, uh, which hmm. was the tiki the tiki shield. Um, and if you hovered over one of the items in their shop, it uh the like hover text said help help. Jesus. <laughs> and, they, and they were like, oh, we found we found the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and if you made like the same potion that had freed the island, pa- uh, the island fairy, uh, or if you like still had it in your inventory and you tried to send it to that user, uh, you would get a message that said, "At last, thank you for so much for saving me. I was stuck in that sh- stupid shop for days, not able to do anything about helping my friends back on Mystery Island. It will take me a while to get my power back, as my shaman, as the shaman has stripped me of all that I can do to help. You must rescue the others. I can tell you two things. I think they are trying to release the beast within the volcano, and that one of the words to summon the beast is ancient. Good luck. Okay. Uh, and then people kind of revisited the note. Uh, and they noticed that it had numbers in it. Uh, three, nine, seven, eight, and two are, are all sh- kind of shouted out within the note. Uh, and Safari capitalized. And they realized that that was an address, like a Neo Home address. Uh, so they went to three, nine, seven, eight, two Safari Lane. Uh, and it popped up with a message you find an abandoned house on the floor seems to be scrawled some sort of combination maybe to a safe um and the combination was 59 39 18 19 4 24 58 um and you could go to the same beach uh from the the crown plot which now had new text in the sand uh, and it would tell you that like those certain numbers it it would come up like 59 equals h 39 equals y um okay and it basically like gave them a whole string of letters um and when you went to techo mountain it asked you for a password and when you enter when you entered in that string of letters uh you would get in and you would find the uh the dojo master petrified in stone and huh. it gave you options to perform like martial arts moves against him, and you had to like do <laughs> a certain sequence of moves in order to wake him up. <laughs> okay. And he would say, "Thank you. You have freed me from my prison and learned a surprising amount about martial arts too." <laughs> <laughs> sure did. And he would give you the last word, which is magma. Um, and if you went to the volcano. And you added to the end of the URL all of the words that you had gotten, which was Ancient Beast of Magma Awaken. Uh, you would get like a little cutscene page that said, A uh, huge fiery molten ore flies out of the volcano and lunges towards the fire fairy. It's not looking too good for her at the moment. Um, and there is a little illustration. Um, and it was definitely applied that the fire fairy got killed. 
Uh, Damn, okay. <laughs> it says, after properly de- dealing with the fire fairy, the molten returns to face you and lets out a ferocious growl. What are you going to do? Um, you want to send my you at it and hope that it doesn't get <laughs> obliterated instantly. And and you were given uh, the options to either hide or cower. Uh, I will cower, please. <laughs> and either of those would uh lead you to the shaman but give you like slightly different messages sure um and uh so the shaman would appear uh he would be angry that you do the incantation to like control the molten or uh he starts casting an evil spell um (laughs) and uh if you went to the island mystic as this was going on uh, he would give you clues to defeat the shaman, which were uh, a creature can help us defeat the shaman. They will arise from their sleep and our enemies forever begone. Um, he who has lived a thousand years will return to protect us from evil. Fiery rock will illuminate the darkness. Um, and people realize that you could take the last words of each of those clues to get begone evil shaman of darkness, uh, which you could add to the URL. Uh, and it would make the shaman disappear. Okay. And that was the end of the Mystery Island plot, baby. That's Mystery Island. That's Mystery Island. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, as as we're starting to see, like, a lot of the, the Neopets plots involved, like, going to the source code. Yeah. And... And, like, finding clues or, like, typing certain things into the end of the URL, which is, like, pretty advanced for a children's website. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this level of... When you said you are going to tell me about Neopets plots, I... A, was like, why does this matter to this podcast? But you've you've convinced me. And B, (laughs) I'm surprised at how, like... They're not, like, deep or anything, but they're, like... There's a surprising amount that goes into each one. And, like... Yeah, there's, like puzzles to solve as a community i'm sure there was stuff in the forums where people were solving these oh yeah yeah for sure yeah like a surprising amount of you know people that have to work together to make something like this happened if i knew this was going on in neopets when i was younger i probably would have been more interested in neopets hell yeah uh so the next one we're going to talk about is a uh, neopets version two okay. um, which was a plot that ran in november 2001 um, and this, uh, bu- 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 this started with, uh, they, Neopets would sometimes do, like, little flash animations, uh, with, like, the news or with their puzzles, and, uh, this started with a couple, like, plot, uh, kind of just, like, to set up the plot, like, flash animations about... Uh, these, like, young child Neopets who, like, won a trip to the Virtupets space station. Um, and they got trapped there, uh, by the, the ship AI, uh, Neopets, uh, V2, uh, who, uh, trapped them in an elevator, uh, because it wanted to play games with them. Because they had won, like, a, like, a gaming competition or whatever. Okay. Uh, and this is kind of like the setup to the plot. Um, the, 
other like NPCs um crafted this letter to like the creator of the Virtue Pets space station, who is like the big bad of the Neopets universe, Doctor Sloth. Okay. Um, are you are you aware of Doctor Sloth? No. Okay. I'm I'm not aware of anything beyond Neopets exist. Okay. Uh, Dr. Sloth is one of the, like, he's, like, the big bad of Neopets. Um, he's, he's a little bit goofy. Um. Well, his name's Dr. Sloth. Well, yeah, his name is Dr. Frank Sloth. Uh, he is not himself a Neopet. He's just, like, a weird, weird weird-looking guy. Here's a picture of him, actually. Um. He is, like, exactly what you would expect a Neopets villain to look like. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know this guy's name was Dr. Sloth. I, yeah. He was in the picture I retweeted. Oh, okay. Yeah, his his backstory is that, like, he lived in Neopia before the existence of Neopets and, like, made his own, like, horrible abomination pets. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and his, like, introduction was during an earlier plot... Uh, that was not, um, that wasn't very argy, but, like, he was like, haha, I've come with my space station, and, uh, and my Neopets, who I'm calling Virtue Pets, and I'm gonna mutate ordinary Neopets into Virtue Pets, um, and then the space fairy, like, showed up and, and, and beat him up, and- Hey, what if you didn't? Yeah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, so so he built uh he built this Virtue Pet space station and then he like fucked off cuz uh cuz the the space fairy beat him up. Um but Virtue Pets is still around. It's like a like space tourism type thing. Um and so unfortunately the the other NPCs were like, "Uh-oh, Dr. Sloth definitely made this AI. We have to like ask him what to do." Uh and he wrote a letter uh, that you can read on the site that says, Citizens of Neopia, I received your pathetic plea for help only this afternoon, and I must admit it has really brightened up my day. I find it most amusing (laughs) and indeed very ironic that you come to me, Dr. Frank Sloth, begging for help. Neopets V2 was a program that I created a couple of years back. It was meant to be a replacement for you wretched Neopets. However, after you defeated me in the space station, the project was shelved. The program's artificial intelligence was a little too paranoid for my liking anyway. Now it seems that my creation has come back to life and has kidnapped four of your precious children. What a beautiful twist of fate. I could help you. I could deactivate the program. But considering the pain you have put me through, I simply do not think that would be fair. The deactivation code can be entered from a secret terminal somewhere within the station. There are ten numerical codes to be found, and these must be entered in a certain order. Each of the four programmers who worked on the original Neopet V2 program know two of the codes each, and the other two are built into the program itself. If you succeed in turning off the program, the children will live. You have till midnight on Sunday to find the codes, or those poor children will run out of air and perish. I hope this has helped. Good luck in your quest. I will be watching you every step of the way. Yours sincerely, Dr. Frank Sloth. P.S. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Here's a clue. You won't be able to get any information from the first programmer. His mouth will be full of that vile purple vegetable that he craves so much. Okay. So we're just killing kids out here, huh? Uh, yes, and I should note that uh, while this, while the like arg part of the plot were ongoing, was ongoing, there were flash animations that were like, "Uh oh, the children are running out of air." Jesus. 
So that's what 2001 Neopets was like. <laughs> um, so people took the clue of the, the purple vegetable, and there's a purple vegetable on the site uh, that's known as the Umagene. And if you refresh, if you typed it into the shop wizard uh, and you refreshed it a bunch, uh, you would find a shop by VPet Storage 4, uh, which had like every Umagene item in the game in it. Okay. Um, and if you went to that user's Neo home, uh, you would get a picture that told you the first two numbers of the deactivation code. Uh, which were 84 and 19. Um, and you would get a secret... Uh, and you could check the source code, uh, and you would get the question, who are you? Okay. Uh, you would also meet uh, one of the user's pets uh, named Blarthrox, uh, whose page that you could go to, uh, and he would tell you about his friend and owner, uh, Virtugorix. Uh, whose pay whose user page you could go to uh, and then you could go to his pets page uh, and check the source code and get the question who created you um and there was a hidden image of uh I believe a monster from like the neopets has like a, a weird like turned based uh like RPG game uh on the okay. site and there was a there was a hidden image of one of the enemies called the Metal Devourer in there. The Metal Devourer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there was also a poem hidden on the page uh, that had a bunch of numbers in it uh, that would give you uh, the number 8204212. And people were like, okay... We're gonna go to NeoQuest, I guess, and defeat the Metal Devourer. <laughs> and so once you did that, you could add uh you could add subcode eight two oh four two two one two to the end of the URL, uh, and you would get a subroutine code uh that you could actually run. Okay. It was like an actual JavaScript code that you could run. And it would decode a message uh, that was in Blarthrox's Neo home. Okay. Uh, and you had to actually decode it twice. Uh, you had to run it through the script, and it would half decode. And then you had to run it through the script again, and it would decode all the way. This is, like, really advanced for a children's website. Who, yeah. Like, <laughs> what children are out here, like, running JavaScript subroutine codes? <laughs> Like, this is what I mean by, like, half of the shit they did in, like, the very early years of Neopets was just, like, for themselves and for, like, other programmers who were, like, fucking around on the site. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so you you ran this code through the script. Uh, you would get a message that said, Anyway, I've been working on a number of new weapons in preparation for the battle, and I need your help on a couple of designs. Please come and meet me as soon as you can. My new lab is located at Maintenance Hatch 7B, Sector 14 Alpha, on the 7th maintenance floor below main deck. As for the super weapon, last time I checked, it was primed and ready to fire at Neopia. However, it has been offline for ages. I hope everything went according to plan. Hmm, uh, okay. And if you went to the Virtupet space station and added uh, to the index uh, hatch 7B and sector 14 alpha and floor 7 
you could view the source um, to get a image file name or to get yeah to get a a flash uh, a flash file name um, and it would pull up the truth checker version 2.0 um, okay. and you would have to add you would have to answer like different questions and add them to the end of the URL um, in order to get to the next page. Um, and once you did that, uh, you would get the number 902-36480. Um, and when you went back to the maintenance hatch and you added that subcode, uh, you would find Grimlix, the third programmer, who has a cute little illustration of him popping out of the hatch. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um... And he would give you his card, and he would tell you his part of the code, which was 03. And if you went to Grimlick's, if you went to Grimlick's pet page, uh, it had a flash file on it. Uh, if you viewed the source code, uh, that would tell you that another part of the deactivation code was 59. Um, and Grimlick's owner was in a guild called the Warriors of Sloth. Uh, which okay. you could look at the source code of uh, to find the question, what game do you want to play? Okay. Uh, and if you went to the second in command of the guild uh, and looked at his pet page or and looked at his his singular pets page and viewed the source, uh, you would find a image uh, that said, good work, Grimlix, Dr. F. Sloth. Uh, if you took it into a paint program, uh, and did a flood fill on the background, it revealed a URL. Okay. Um, here's what I mean by that, by the way. I realize I said that in the last plot. So the original thing looks like this. Uh, but if you took it into MS Paint and you just like filled the whole background in red, this would pop up. Oh, okay. Yeah, the original one, it looks like it's got a black background that says good... And in red uh, text says, good work, Grimlix, Dr. F. Sloth. But then if you... I guess do the paint and fill it with the color of the text. Some of that black is a different shade of black. So MS paint reveals secret stuff hidden behind it where it says space NPV two vending underscore 43 5.html. That's neat. Yep. It, it's very cool. I wish I, I, I wonder why more args don't do that. I don't know. It's a, it's a neat tool or it's a neat, yeah. a neat idea. Yeah. Maybe people just immediately um, go to Photoshop and no one thinks to use paint anymore. Oh, true. I mean, it would still work in, like, any paint program, but I guess, yeah, if you if you put it in Photoshop and, like, change the levels a little bit, you could pull it out the same way, probably, mm -hmm. or a similar way. Um, anyway, if you went to that URL, uh, it took you to the vending machine, which still exists? Yeah. Um, and you could choose to select certain buttons on the vending machine. Um, and on the last guild member's page, uh, you would find the sequence of buttons that you could put into the vending machine. Um, but um, you would learn that the person, the, the user who had written them was colorblind. Uh, you Fun. got clues that the sequence was 10 steps long and the user was colorblind. Uh, but if you viewed the source code, it would... Ha it had all of the steps there 
Um, but they were like an upside down font in the source, I guess. And if you flip them right side up, uh, you got shake, shake, kick, big yellow, purple, yellow, green, kick, big orange, pull lever. Um, and once the right sequence is entered, uh, you would break the machine. And if you did it between <laughs> three and three fifteen a.m., uh, one of the other like maintenance people would come out to fix it, and it was like. I believe it was a hint on like one of the uh like the guild users pages that like uh like hey this this maintenance worker works between like three and three and three fifteen AM so like you have to you had to do it at like that specific time uh on the site. And cool. Neopet's standard time works like Neopets has like its own standard time, so you would have to do oh, it. Oh really? On Neopet standard time and not like your own time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my uh, my hat uh, uh, just a second. Uh, you're right. It is currently seven ten NST, isn't it? It's not ten ten like it is in the East Coast. Uh, it's actually six twenty seven NST. <laughs> R- really? Yep. <laughs> then why does it say seven ten for me? I don't know. Mine says 627. I'm going to send you a screenshot, and uh, you're going to ignore the fact that I currently have three pets. Uh, One is named Argy, and then I've uh, adopted Disappointed 001 and Ring Ding Adoo. Oh, I wonder if it's because I'm on the old site, because that's what I'm seeing. Okay, so it exists. So Neopets exists in a weird time bubble. Okay, good to know. <laughs> it might, be, yeah, it, it might be because I'm like on an an old part of the site and I have the old layout. Um, I actually have a custom spooky layout Ooh. from doing the haunted from doing the haunted woods plot that we're not even going to talk about. Uh, <laughs> but I, I have a. I'll send you a screen cap. I have a custom spooky layout. <laughs> Well, how about um, that? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> but yeah, so if 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 you broke the vending machine in the in that like three in that like fifteen minute time block, uh, you would get the code uh, thirty one and sixty six, um, and the maintenance guy would also mention a Croc Island drunkard, and you could also view the source for the hidden question: What are the codes? Um, if you went to the Neopedia, uh, and you looked up. Uh, Captain Three Legs, who is one of the like Croc Island NPCs, uh, he would mention uh, Room 105 with the Drunkards, or w- Room 109 with the Drunkards, and you could go to the Swashbuckling Academy on Croc Island uh, and go to Room 109, and you would find uh, another Neopet named Tazalor, uh, who couldn't remember his favorite food. Uh, and if hmm. you looked at the words of his uh, sea shanty, uh, you would realize uh, you could figure out what it was and you could help him finish his shanty uh, by typing in the name of the food, which was a uh, Barg Jelly Sunday, uh, and okay. which is like a real food that exists on the site. I okay. think yeah. people just like... I I think people figured it out because like part of the sea shanty is just like 
here's the description of the item. Um, <laughs> you would get, uh, he would give you the numbers 58 and 11, and people were like, all right, we got, uh, we got eight codes, and now we need two more, because there's ten. And he would also give you a link to the deactivation console, where you could type in the codes. Okay. Um... If you went back to, or if you went to Tazzler's pet page, uh, you would find the hidden question, why are you doing this? And in the, in the pet page of the, or in the source of the deactivation console, uh, you would get, it is time for your first lesson. Um, and if you went to another member of the, uh, the Dr. Sloth guild, um, if you went to their page and looked at their pets page and viewed the source, uh, there was a image in there uh, that told you to go to floor 39, room 72A uh, of Virtue Pets, and you could ant- and you could enter in all of the hidden questions in a certain order, uh, talking to Neopets version two to give you the final numbers of the deactivation code. So you. You had to enter them in as, uh, what game do you want to play? And V2 would say, I'm not really sure. Do you have any suggestions? Who are you? Um, I think I'm Neopet version 2. Why are you doing this? I'm not really sure. Who created you? You did, Doctor. What are the codes? You should know them, Doctor. It is time for your first lesson. Thank you, Doctor. The codes are 41 and 94. And you could go to the deactivation console and punch in... Uh, the codes in sequence and it deactivated Neopet version 2 and it freed the children who were dying. <laughs> Good. I love it when children don't die. I also you love heard it, it when children it, don't die. You heard it here first, folks. Hot take from the Argonauts. We like not dead kids. We like not dead kids. Best kind of kid, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, With that... We can get into the 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 two week long one, but I'm also gonna go and run and grab some water first. Sounds good. You go ahead. I'm gonna sit here and visit the money tree. <laughs> did you make a new Neopets account while we've just like been sitting here? I sure did. I got my, little, bo- my little boy Argie disappointed double O one and ring ding a do the lizard. Did you name your Neopet Disappointed? No, I adopted Disappointed. They're a white okay. grundo. They they are a white grundo and they have a disease. Oh no. They have pneumonia and it costs more points than I have to cure it. So I need medicinal soap, Marn. My mundo needs medicinal soap. Hey Jory, have you ever watched the anime called One Piece? Yeah, Joe. I watch for a podcast that we do. What? You know, we are watching One Piece. I started watching it so you could rewatch it, and then we talk about it sometimes. I have I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, we don't do it super frequently. Once a month at best. Did, did you forget? We analyze the story and discuss the show's themes, characters, compare it to other media, and how it provides an allegory for real-life politics and events. I, I must have forgotten what where can i listen to remind myself you can listen at the orange groves podcast network or search for we are watching one piece in your favorite podcast app what's a podcast all right let's talk about the altador plot let's talk about altador 
Somebody, uh, somebody, somebody sent in a question like, uh, "What what team were you on in the Altador Cup?" I was going to answer that. Um, I okay. only played it a couple times. I was always the Dargon team, though. So sorry if that offends anybody. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what the current like Altador Cup meta is. I, I know that like every year there's like people who get really into the meta of like the Altador Cup because it's like fictional sports and it's like played. Altador is like. <laughs> Alter is Blaze Ball for Neopets people. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's actually like you can actually play the game. Like it is a like a flash game on the site that you can play and like the people who are very good at it uh always like their teams always do very well. Um But yeah, I was I was always the I was always the Dargon uh the Dargon Citadel team. Hmm. Although I think one year I was lo- I was the Lost Desert. Um, or maybe the Haunted Woods. I don't know. I'm usually, I'm usually either Dargon or the Haunted Woods when it comes to, like, you have to pick a land for things, because that's, like, the two aesthetics that I like the most. Is this, is this how we make baseball or non baseball people feel? When maybe. we talk, is this, uh-oh. 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 I mean, I'll, I mean, the Altador Cup is just, like... It's soccer. It's Neopets soccer. <laughs> and you you control a little flash game where they play soccer on the website. Hell yeah. Well, maybe it's more like lacrosse. I don't remember. People are going to get really mad if I say it's soccer and it's actually not. <laughs> it's an actual sport. I feel like it's... No, I feel like it's more like lacrosse because they have little like scoopy things that they like scoop up the ball with. Okay, yeah, that's lacrosse. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like there's always like weird like meta that I don't understand with like how to play the game and like what what team to be on and like people get really really intense with it and I'm just like, uh, I just pick the one that I that likes that looks the f- the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then like if your team wins, you get like certain certain prizes and stuff. Cool. Um Cool. Anyway, doesn't matter. I just want to answer that question because I remembered somebody said it in, and I know that people feel very intensely about the Altador Cup. Um, <laughs> fantasy sports. What can I say? Uh, so, uh, so this all the the Altador plot uh, took place when uh, when Altador had just opened up, and it so Altador is. Um, Altador is a land that ties in with the PlayStation 2 Neopets game, which I don't know how much you know about. Uh, nothing. Okay, I, I also saw somebody sent in a sent in a question about uh, the, the PlayStation 2 game. Um, so, uh, for, like, years, uh, Neopets had announced this plot called, like, the Darkest Fairy plot, um, or, like, they'd been hinting at it. Uh, and they finally uh, released uh, a TCG set called The Darkest Fairy, uh, and they released uh, the PlayStation 2 video game, The Darkest Fairy, uh, which is notoriously uh, sucks to play. I was watching a I was watching a Let's Play of it a little while ago. It's just like awful. I have <laughs> um, seen I, I've seen it at an old. Uh, I used to work at a store selling used. Uh, used games and dvds so mm-hmm. i've seen that the game exists that's about where my knowledge begins and ends but it is like it a, is as bad as i assumed it was so i had like a friend in in middle school who uh who had it because um 
I don't know, like, she, like, borrowed it from a neighbor or something, and, like, the neighbor who had moved away, and I, like, was very interested in it at the time, and, like, later on, I watched a bunch of, like, videos of someone playing, and I was like, oh, this game is bad. It's, like, <laughs> nigh unplayably bad. God. I know, uh, I know Snapcube did, like, a, did, like, a Let's Play of it. Okay. Um. If people are, are like searching for a place to check it out, I I watched a different Let's Play of it a while ago, but I don't remember what it was. Um, Think we'll ever see the GDQ? <laughs> God, I wish. Oh, I wonder if there are speedruns for it. Actually, yeah, there are. <laughs> but any percent record seems to be forty-two minutes and fifteen seconds. Damn. Uh, most of these videos are just one guy speedrunning it. I think there's only one person who speedruns the darkest story. Oh no, there's 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 more than one person. Um. Anyway, so they they had announced this uh, this plot a while ago, um, and the TCG cards actually came out before uh, Altador was released in Neopets, and people were like, oh, okay, uh, we're like we can get some ideas of like. Um, what the plot might be like, or like what the video game might be like. Uh, there was an Altador card which like showed the land of Altador, which is like Greco-Roman inspired. It's like on the seaside. Um, when when you say Altador released in the game, what is Altador? Is it a place? Yeah, Altador is a Altador is like a location. Okay. Um, and it hadn't been released on the website yet, but, like, the trading card of it came out. And people were like, oh, okay, we know what it's going to look like. Um, and they were able to gather a bunch of stuff from, like, the uh, the flavor text on the cards. They were able to figure out that uh, that Altador uh, would be featured on the other side of, uh, of planet Neopia. Like, you could actually turn the the globe on the website around and that was how you would find Altador. Uh, They learned that it had been trapped in a magical bubble for a period of time to protect them from harm. Um, They met this NPC called Sophie the Swamp Witch, who is also like one of my favorite Neopets NPCs, unsurprisingly. (laughs) Um, You a Swamp Witch? (laughs) I just really, I I like her design a lot. Yeah, this is Um, Martin Bait. (laughs) <laughs> uh they met some of the protectors of Altador, uh King Altador, uh and Jordana, uh Sayana, who's a light fairy, uh Florin, who is like the guardian of the farmlands, uh and just just like all of these like I think there are like 12 protectors of Altador. Yeah, there's 12 of them. Uh and they also meet the darkest fairy uh who is the villain who is trapped as a statue for a thousand years oh well then done easy peasy <laughs> um and ba 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 and some of this stuff like foreshadowed by like the card set is like oh the darkest fairy is going to like invade all of these lands in uh in neopia and like brainwash people and like turn them into an army um and and like people didn't know if this was like foreshadowing for the plot or the the video game at this point um and they were like oh there's these like these cards of like tainted pets and like tainted locations and like 
maybe these will be like a new paintbrush or something that we can get on the site of like the darkest fairy will like taint your pets and stuff. That'd be um, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, then the plot started uh, in this is uh, March 2006 uh, is when this plot started. Um, Altador opened up uh, and there was a location called the Hall of Heroes. Um, and it had a room showing uh, statues of all 12 of the protectors of Altador. We'll say this is just a Magic the Gathering plot. Kinda. As I'm as I'm listening to this, it's just like, yeah, this is. You could tell me this was a set for magic, and I would not bat an eyelid. Yeah, the the Neopets card game at, at at some point kind of like started trending weirdly towards that kind of thing. <laughs> anyway, Hall of Heroes, statues of all of the of all the heroes. You could click on them to learn more about them. Uh, like if you clicked on the statue, it would be like, this is a statue of Florin the Farmer. Oh, yeah. And then you could go back. Yeah. Yeah. It's Fauna uh, the You could also. Oh, Fauna the Gatherer. I love that card game. <laughs> you can also, uh, if you're on that page, you can also click on the little guy in the top right corner who is the janitor. Oh, I just unlocked the ability to use a. A special avatar on the Neopets forums, and good God, this is a 2006 ass forum avatar. Oh yeah, who baby? <laughs> uh, so so you can click on the janitor uh, and you approach him. He is in fact uh, an NPC who like they featured in a bunch of plots, just kind of as a running gag, um, and he would say. Oh, I don't have the right dialogue for him on the website because I was in the middle of the plot. Uh, he would say, well, hello. He says, hall we- <laughs> I'm logged in. He says, well, hello, he says. Pretty hall we got here, eh? Lovely statues. Too bad it's so dimly lit. I think this button here is supposed to do something, but I can't figure out what. And then I'm going to click the button. It's got a little sun in the picture, and we're going to find out what happens. Nothing appears to happen. Okay, well, I'll continue. He says, I told you it doesn't do anything. Why'd you push it anyway? Rah! And he flails his mop around angrily. <laughs> um, and if you return to like the main map of Altador, you could visit the archives and visit the archive keeper, Phineas. And he would say, yes, that button in the Hall of Heroes. The janitor has spoken to me about it. I'm not sure what it's supposed to do either or how to fix it. Perhaps there's a book here in the archives that might tell me something. Uh, and people found that you could click on one of the books on, like, the image of his shop. Um, and it was the book, like, holding up a certain leg of his table. Uh, and you would get a dialogue option that said, Yes, I'm using that book to stabilize this table. The bottom of the table leg is perfectly flat, but it's exactly three inches short. If only I had something to replace it. <laughs> um, and there's a location in Altador that was just called the Flat Rock Quarry. <laughs> and you could go there and just click on one of the rocks uh, that's funny uh and bring it and bring it back to him and replace uh the book with the perfectly flat three inch rock (laughs) (laughs) and you would unlock the book uh but only the first two pages uh, of the book were filled 
um, which had a, a prologue that said, Long ago, before the building of our great city, 12 heroes arose. Each was famous for different deeds of varying <coughs> natures. The greatest of these heroes is the one whom we now know as King Altador. He, with the aid of the other heroes, founded our illustrious city by the sea. Before the great betrayal, the kingdom of Altador was one of the most glorious places in all Neopia. It was a center of culture and greatly admired for its dignified citizens. Those blessed times were nearly lost when one of our own, who once called herself an ally and friend to the heroes, turned her heart to darkness and attempted to destroy the city. Only by Jordana's magic were we saved, though our future remains uncertain. Got a hunch which one Within that this- was. Within this tome, you will find the recorded history of the 12 heroes and how they came to form the kingdom of Altador. Protect this knowledge well, for it may be all that is left if Jordana's magic falls and the betrayer succeeds. Yeah, I wonder if the one called the Darkest Fairy (laughs) was the traitor. (laughs) The one that turned us to darkness? Yeah, that'd be weird. (laughs) Uh, And if you went back to the janitor uh, after reading the book... um, He would say, you know, maybe the gears have just gotten dirty or seized up. It's been so long since the button was used. If there were some way to grease the gears, the button might do something again. Um, And you, if you went and clicked around at all of the statues, uh, behind a random one, you would find a jar of oil and a rag. uh, And you could take that back to the janitor. And he would say, oh, you found the oil I used to polish the plaques. Good idea. Maybe it can free up the gears. Go ahead and put some on the button mechanism and we'll see what happens. And if you click the button again, uh, you got a little uh, a little cutscene that says, suddenly gears begin to grind and the great ceiling above you opens up, admitting much more light to the room. Arg, now it's light and I'll have to go back to mopping instead of guarding this button. Curse you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you could click around the room, uh, and people noticed that you could click the very top of any, uh, statue and it would show you the ceiling above them. Uh, And the ceiling above every statue would have a pattern of like different blue dots in it. Hmm. Um, and you could also visit the astronomy tower. Uh, there was a staircase that opened up behind one of the statues that you could click on. Uh, and you could go up there. Uh, and then on March 25th, uh, the second day of the plot. Um, so the plot, I think, updated. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the plot took place over 14 days, but it updated like once a week. So we're skipping from the 17th to the, the 25th. Um, on the 25th, uh, the flyers in the Altadorian archives uh, that you could click on. Uh, changed slightly, and one of them became a flyer for the Astronomy Club, Hmm. um, which said, Join the Astronomy Club with your very own telescope. Learn to search the heavens for interesting cosmological phenomena. See ancient nebulae and identify constellations. Um, And if you went up the stairs in uh, the Hall of Heroes, you were welcomed by the president of the Astronomy Club. Um, who said, uh, our astronomy club is growing by the day. Apparently, we're the only club in Altador that's actually accepting new members at the moment. Uh, and you could join, and you would get a telescope of your very own. Cool. Uh, you could also climb the stairs to the observatory in the Hall of Heroes, uh, and click on the telescope stand, and it would let you set up your telescope and look at the stars. Which will become important. <laughs> <laughs> now, I assume is that I assume it's going to tie into the dots above the uh, 
our friends? Perhaps I will. Okay, I'm getting uh, good on at March, this. On March 28th, uh, a new area of Altador was discovered, which is the Restive Tomb, um, which was a tomb uh, high on a cliff in Altador where uh, it had a pattern of dots on the door uh, that you could click on, and it revealed a hidden image uh, that looked almost like a constellation. Okay. Uh, and you could take it back to the archivist, and and he would say, a pattern of two lines on the front of that old tomb? How intriguing. I wonder what it could refer to. Perhaps there is a matching pair of lines somewhere to be found. Mm. Uh, and you could take your telescope to the observatory and search for that pattern, uh, and click on the dots to connect them. And once you hit the submit button, uh, it said, congratulations, you identified a new constellation. Uh, and this constellation was known as the Sleeper. A Sleeper. Uh, and you would, yeah. Because uh, here, I'll show you the, the image. It uh, it turns into a pair of eyes. Ooh, okay. Um. This would unlock like new flavor dialogue. Uh, the janitor would tell you to stop leaving the lights on in the observatory. <laughs> um, Astronomy Club would be like, wow, you discovered a new constellation. That's really awesome. So soon after joining. Uh, by the way, the Astronomy Club is... <laughs> They uh, they have some. They have like the funniest like background gag in a in like this entire plot. We'll get into it eventually. I'm just imagining. Um, yeah, they're like joining an astrology club and then looking up and being like, "What's that one?" And people are just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You joined like yesterday. How are you so good at this? <laughs> um. If you took it back to the archivist, uh, he would say, uh, you've identified the co- a constellation based on the darkest fairy. Her eyes, in fact. How strange. You know, I'm having the oddest feeling like this is familiar. There's something on the tip of my brain, some piece of information. What is it? I just can't figure it out. Well, perhaps there are other constellations to be found. Um, and you would find that some pages of the Book of Ages had filled themselves in uh, due to you finding uh, the... Uh, the constellation uh, and the gems above the darkest fairy statue had started to glow. Okay. Uh, And the book of ages uh, chapter one had been filled in, which was the sleeper Uh, just as a hero must perform a heroic deed before he can be named as such. A villain must also do something terrible in order to earn a title. The betrayer was not always an evil. (laughs) The betrayer was not always an evil being. It was once even respected for her deeds long before the great betrayal. In fact, before the founding of Altador, she earned her place among the 12 founders by saving the life of King Altador himself. A terrible menace was plaguing a peaceful farmland, and a hunter, the future king of Altador, journeyed forth to slay the beast. He tracked it back to its lair in a cave at the base of a mountain, and there cornered it. Though the beast roared viciously, Altador did not falter. Rather, he knocked an arrow and let it fly, striking the beast squarely in the head. Even as the vile creature slumped to the ground, another of its kind snuck up on the unsuspecting loop. The noble hunter would have fallen then and there if not for a purple blast of magic." Startled, Altador spun around just in time to see the other creature collapse. There, standing behind it, was a dark fairy, the Betrayer. <gasps> Altador thanked her graciously for saving his life. He had never witnessed such compassion on the part of a dark fairy before, so he bid her to return with him to his village, where they would feast and be praised as heroes. Dark fairies get a bad rep. Yeah, it really sounds like it. They're just like goth. 
Like, not yeah. all of them are evil. That's... <laughs> <laughs> she's not bad. She's just strong Even... that way. <laughs> yeah. Each carried the head of the beast they had slain to the village, and a great celebration was held long into the night. Altador, realizing what a unique ally he had acquired, asked her to stay and join him and his companions in fulfilling a dream he had of founding a great city. The betrayer agreed, and though she would ultimately help to build the kingdom's august capital and serve the council well, nothing can make up for her terrible betrayal. She broke the king's heart, for no sword strikes as deep as the one wielded by a friend." He's like, I have a whole kingdom, but what I really need is a goth wife. Please join me. <laughs> I need a goth GF. Um, so on March on March 30th, uh, day four of the plot, uh, a new area was discovered, and it was discovered that you could click the clouds uh, on the Altador map, um, and you could, in fact, click the gaps in the clouds to find another constellation pattern. Um, and once that pattern appeared to you, uh, you could go back to the telescope and search for the stars that were in that same pattern, uh, click them to join up the lines, and you would find the constellation, the Dreamer. Uh, and what, and if you went back to the astronomy club, uh, it, it would say, the astronomy club members crowd around you as you enter. Another constellation, good grief, says the club president. <laughs> You're really a great astronomer already. I can't wait to tell everyone that one of my club members has found two whole constellations. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, the archivist would say, I've been thinking about what's going on, why these clues are revealing themselves to someone such as yourself, and why this didn't happen until after the Darkest Fairy was defeated and her grip on Altador broken. It makes sense intuitively, but I don't know what's going on. I've been looking through the archives, trying to find something in our histories that could explain this, but I've been having trouble even finding the histories in all this mess. I'll get this place cleaned up one day, I swear. Uh, and the Book of Ages updated with a... Another chapter on Pacelia, the dreamer, who was another fairy um, who had helped found Altador. Um, she is an air fairy, and her chapter was uh, the story of her heroically saving the life of a bloomeroo who fell off a cloud in fairyland and was, like, plummeting towards the ground. Should have let it fall. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Uh, and she was recognized as a hero, and uh, Altador requested that she join him uh, in in founding the kingdom of Altador. Uh, the next constellation was found on April 1st, uh, also at the Restive Tomb. Uh, you had to click a single specific pixel God. on the Restive Tomb image. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. And you would get to a certain page that said, You turn around and see a breathtaking view of Altador. The sun, low on the horizon, seems to be shining through the Tower of the Hall of Heroes. Um, and if you clicked on a certain statue uh, of the dancer in the Hall of Heroes, and you clicked on the window behind her... Uh, I would take you to a view of the courtyard where you could then click on uh, the places the sun was falling in the courtyard to get a constellation pattern. Okay. Uh, and and then you could find the constellation in your telescope. 
uh, and go to the astronomy club. Uh, and you would get the message, the Astronomy Club members once again cheer as you enter the room. The president walks up, a smile plastered across his face. Gosh, it's really great how you're finding all these constellations <laughs> so fast. I really wish I knew how you did it. The smile is not in his eyes. <laughs> 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 Nevertheless, he withdraws a small item from his room. Well, anyway, I suppose you should have this now that you're a full-fledged astronomer and you get a little membership badge to the Astronomy Club. <laughs> This feels like a fake astrology club that's set up to be like, oh, wow, you f- first day you found one. Wow. But they're secretly like cultists working for the darkest fairy to be like, yeah, tell them to look at the stars and whatever. Uh, you can take it back to the archivist uh, and he uh, would tell you that he couldn't find a single history book in his entire archive collection. Uh, and the Book of Ages had updated again with, uh, the story of the first to rise, who is a light fairy, uh, named Sayana, who, uh, defeated a bunch of bandits. Um, she, uh, she overheard some bandits, uh, who were going to, like, rob a village, um, and she used her light powers to wake up the village uh, and help them get ready to fight against these bandits. Uh, and then King Altador asked her uh, to help found his city. Okay. And then on April 4th, uh, the next new area was discovered, which was the old Follies Farm, Uh and you could enter the um, the windmill on the farm, and <laughs> you could click on the lever uh, of, of the windmill, but it would get you a pop-up of, uh, of Farmer Follies that said, You try to force the windmill's blades to turn in an attempt to blow excess wheat away from the field. Farmer Follies runs into the windmill shouting at you. Windmills do not work that way. <laughs> he slaps your hand away from the windmill machinery. <laughs> uh, but you could go back outside and click on the lumps of hay in the field um, and they would turn into your next pattern, um, which you could then use to find the farmer constellation. Um <laughs> The Astronomy Club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president, who seems a little upset. Okay, we get it. You're a great astronomer. I mean, four constellations so quickly. Let's just... Are you sure you aren't cheating somehow? How could you know so much about the sky when we've lived here all our lives and never been able to find any constellations? Uh, you could take it back to the archivist, uh, who would tell you that the uh, Florin the Farmer chapter had been added to the Book of Ages. Uh, he also said that he suspected there was magic afoot in the fact that all of the history books had vanished from the archives. Hmm. And that he was going to investigate and see if, uh, if there were any history books to be found in the whole city. Uh, or if they had all vanished. Okay. Uh, on April 6th, uh, you could join a new club uh, in, in the archives. You could join the, the Disco Dance Club. 
Uh, and in in the disco, you could find a new constellation, uh, which was a pattern of lights reflecting off the disco ball. Neat. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> if you took it to the janitor, uh, who also had like unique dialogue for most of the constellations, uh, he would say, my favorite underground dance club got closed down by that stinking archivist that makes you so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh, the astronomy club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president, who seems increasingly upset. In fact, he only looks at you for a moment as you enter, and then looks away. Another of the club members approaches you. Hi there, I just wanted to say, don't worry about the president. He's just in a little snit because you're such a good astronomer. We know that we shouldn't take it personally. (laughs) He looks over his shoulder at the president. Although when you're not around, he's always bragging about how his club members are so great, and it's because of his leadership that you're finding all these constellations. (laughs) I'm surprised at how funny this is. Yeah. I don't I don't no, I don't know be- why I just kind of assumed it would be like I don't know dumb but they this this actually has like really good fun writing to it as you're discovering all oh, this. Yeah. I like this a whole lot. It's good. I like I like the alternate plot a lot. I liked that you could still replay it up until recently. Like it was like extremely replayable. You could just like go through. I'm I'm like stuck in the middle of it on the site cuz I started it and just like never finished. <laughs> oh no. Um I was just looking through and I couldn't uh I got stopped at the the, uh, the quarry. I guess isn't there anymore, so I couldn't take that next step. Otherwise, I would have oh, continued weird. playing along at home. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the constellation thing is broken because it was a flash thing. So ah, uh, okay. Um. The archivist says, there, those dancing ruffians have been taken care of. By sheer coincidence, the leader of their little gang looks just like the nice boy who runs all those clubs here in the archives. Uh, he talks about you've uh, you've unlocked another chapter in the book, uh, and that he has checked around, and there are no history books that to be found within Altador, and in fact, nobody can remember any of Altador's history. Hmm. Um, the chapters in the book that we've unlocked are Florin the Farmer, uh, and Sasha the Dancer. Uh, Florin is a studier of plants and he uh, cured a blight on a field and that was why King Altador uh, asked him to like join up with the city. Um, Sasha was a dancer and she helped during like a, a natural disaster catastrophe during a festival in her city. Uh, and then King Altador was like, hey, bitch, quit your job, join my band. <laughs> <laughs> then on April 8th, the docks opened. Um, and you could click on the waves at the docks, uh, to find the new constellation, uh, which would give you the constellation, uh, what is it called? Uh, the wave. Okay. Uh, the janitor says, ah, you lit up the gems above Marak, the wave. It's so soothing going down to the seaside and watching the ocean. Just the thing I need when I descend into uncontrollable rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, uh, the astronomy club, 
the uh, the club president is still ignoring you completely. The other club members come over to you. The walkie clears their throat. We just wanted to say that we appreciate all the great work you're doing for the astronomy club. Finding those constellations has really made everyone impressed with us. So because of that, we got together, except for Mr. Pouty over there, and got you this. Uh, and they would give you a broken astrolabe, which was a real item uh, that you could put in your inventory. Cool. Yeah. Um, and the archivist would tell you that there were two identical magics present uh, in Altador. Uh, one had stolen the history of Altador, and the other one uh, was revealing the clues. Mm. Uh, neither magic was hostile in any way. That's good. Yeah. Um, you could take the broken astrolabe to the toy repair shop uh, and pay to get it repaired into a shiny astrolabe. And also the Book of Ages updated with a chapter on the Wave, uh, who is Merak, who is the leader of a peaceful uh, clan of Peofins, who are like the horse, like the underwater horse neopets or whatever. Okay. Um, and it talked about like a bunch of surface dwellers like rolled boulders down onto like his underwater village and like he... Uh, he tried to like go to war with them, but he decided that like that wasn't gonna solve anything. So he went on shore and talked to them, and they found a peaceful solution. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, love a peaceful solution. Uh, <laughs> on April twelfth, uh, you can now visit the Colosseum of Altador. Um. And if you clicked on each of the windows, you would eventually find a Grarl uh, who beckoned to you from the shadows. And he would say, hey, you, you look like someone who'd be interested in joining Punch Club. And before you do, you have to remember that the first rule of Punch Club is you don't talk about Punch Club. Mm -hmm. Unless someone asks, then you can talk about it. Just don't bring it up. Unless you overhear someone else talking about it, because, like, they clearly already know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and when you clicked on the go with him to punch club, uh, but you would get this. <laughs> it's punch club. <laughs> it's a bunch of neopets wearing togas and such, uh, sitting around drinking punch. Uh -huh. <laughs> <sighs> God, I hate this arc. I've, I've gone back the other direction. Uh, and you had to drink the three different punches on the table in the right order to find the next constellation. But the order was random for everyone, so you had to try every single one. Jesus. Until you figured out which one was right. <laughs> um, and they figured out that, like, one of the one of the cups on the table would move, like, a couple pixels to the right once you had the right combination entered. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then when you clicked on it, it would take you to a new page. But yeah, you would literally have to like sit there and be like, all right, I'm going to do one, one, one. Now I'm going to try two, one, one. Now I'm going to try three, one, one. <laughs> oh, boy. There were uh, how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, there were 27 possible combinations. <laughs> Oof. 
And, like, there was absolutely no clues that would tell you which one you had to put in, so you you did just have to sit there and do every single one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when you got it, it would zoom in on the goblet, uh, and the symbol on the goblet was your next constellation. Um, the janitor shouts, Punch Club, you went to Punch Club without me. I love Punch. I wish I had some right now. He foams at the mouth and growls incoherently. (laughs) 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 The astronomy club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president, who ignores you completely and mutters imprecations under his breath. A couple of the other club members come over to you. They motion you over to a corner of the room. Listen, we're all pretty unhappy with how the club president is running this place. I mean, we can do what we want mostly, but he's just really grouchy and being a jerk lately. We just wanted to let you know that um, he may not be the club president for much longer, if you know what I mean. I love that this is an ARG about you discovering the darkest fairy and also ruining a local astrology club. <laughs> yeah, you're just like ruining this guy's life. <laughs> um... The archivist tells you that he has realized that the magics that are, like, messing with history um, are familiar to the magics of one of the heroes of Altador. Uh, He can't specifically tell you who because all of the heroes use magic uh, to some degree, um, and he can't identify who precisely it is. Um... And he also does not want to believe that there's another betrayer among the ranks of the heroes. I bet it's Magic the Gatherer, whatever her name was. Hmm, perhaps. Um, and you've also unlocked the chapter on Toricor, the gladiator. Uh, he was a very strong warrior, and uh, he fought. He he was in this army. That like was gonna conquer this town, but uh, they didn't have any champions to s- to send forward to like fight against this army, and so he like defected from his own army and was like, "I will fight for this this town." Um, and he won over a bunch of soldiers and got them to also defect and protect the village. So that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, April 14th. On the 14th April, a new clue was released. However, no one discovered it. <laughs> Love <laughs> the news on 17- The news on uh, the like Neopets news page on April 17th said, Altador update. The archivist has been expecting a new clue to reveal itself since Friday morning and has is surprised it hasn't been found yet. Hopefully someone will discover it soon so we can figure out what exactly is going on in Altador. <laughs> Please play our game. <laughs> uh, and still nobody could find it up until... Um, so uh, the Neopets team had a page where they would put like little webcam photos of their of their office and their cubicles. And they were mostly just like, oh, like here's some, here's some plushies that we had in the office that we were like messing around with. Um, and they put up uh, one that was like a, a little sign that someone had made with a piggy bank on it. Uh, that said, this is not a clue with a smiley face. <laughs> um, and so people realized they had to go to the shops um, in Altador. And um, in any of the random, in it, I think it was random, like there were three shops um, and it was random which one had the clue. Uh, but if you went to the shop and you matched uh, the amount of Neo points that you had 
like in your wallet on the site to the rate of inflation. Um, so like if the if the inflation rate was like two point seventy seven percent, you had to make sure you had exactly two hundred and seventy seven neo points. Wow. Um. Yeah. No wonder no one found that. <laughs> yeah, like fucking. <laughs> everyone on no everyone on Neopets is a bajillionaire. Yeah. Also, like, what a specific thing to have to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, no wonder it took them four days or whatever <laughs> to find it. I'm surprised they did. <laughs> um, I, I, I would guess they just like went to the shops and started trying a bunch of random shit <laughs> until they figured it out. Because, mm-hmm. um, when you found the right shop, uh, and you did it. Uh, an item, like a special item would appear in that shop, uh, featuring a pair of scales. Um, in one shop it was a chocolate coin, in one it was a coin purse, and in another it was just scales. Um, (laughs) and you could click on the item, and the scales, uh, the pattern on the scales was your next, uh, your next clue. Or your next pattern, uh, that would give you a constellation. Mm -hmm. Uh, and the astronomy club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president who glares daggers at you and growls wordlessly. (laughs) The walkie, Corbett, and Buzz intercept you as soon as you enter. Look, we're about to make our move. He's getting intolerable. He won't even speak to any of us. He just grunts at us. That's only when he bothers to notice that we exist at all. We can't take this. Just watch for the signal when we take over the club from him. God. (laughs) Um, the archivist would tell you that the heroes that you hadn't unlocked yet were the Gatherer, the Thief, the Protector, and Altador himself. Um, he suspected that one of those was the Traitor. Um, but, uh, he could not tell you which one. Hmm. I don't don't care about any of that. I'm just excited to get more into this astrology club. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know uh you also unlock the collector chapter uh the collector had served a city that severely taxed its citizens uh he felt bad about it and he uh he confronted like the governor of the city um and he got the governor removed from office and sold all the governor's expensive stuff and uh, return the profits to the people. <laughs> Good for him. Um, on April 20th, a new character appeared in the, the Altadorian archives. Uh, a familiar looking Lenny beckons you over to the side of the lobby. Hey, it's that Lenny from the Lenny Conundrum. Uh, the Lenny Conundrum is a Neopets game uh, that... Uh, you have to, um, like, the, the Neopets team would announce it in the news. It was just, like, a mental challenge. You might have had to, like, solve a riddle or do a math problem or something. Anyway, the, the like, host of it is, like, a little Lenny in a wizard hat. Um, okay. And he beckons you over and says, Hey, you, listen, you know Phineas the Archivist, right? I heard him say you've been helping him with some kind of history puzzle. I don't know, but anyway, Phineas is my uncle, and I want to give him a special surprise for his birthday, which is coming up soon. 
Um, here's what I want to do. He's got this favorite Meepit plushie of his, and I want to decorate it all nice for his birthday. But I want it to be a surprise. He's always in that office of his, so I can't get a hold of it. If I hang around until he turns his back, he'll get suspicious. But since you're always in there, you could get it without him noticing. Uh, and you could go to the archivist's office and throw a rock at a vase in his office. <laughs> Uh, and click the plushie on his desk to steal it <laughs> when he, like, turned around. Mm -hmm. uh, and when you gave the plushie to the Lenny Conundrum Lenny, uh, he would say uh, that it wasn't the one that he wanted. Uh, but he would know the right one when he saw it. And you had to go and get the right one right away. Uh, when you went back in the room, there would be, like, the same plushie on the desk, and uh, the archivist smiles as you enter. Well, I had to dip into my stash of extra Meepit plushies to replace <laughs> the one I lost. Good thing I buy them in bulk. <laughs> uh, and you could click a door to the archive that had not previously been accessible, uh, which would take you into the depths of the archive, which was basically, like, a maze puzzle, uh, where you could... Like, every room was a little map like this, and you could click on the different doors uh, to move from room to room. Uh, and in every door, there was a smaller closet door uh, that you could click on. And only one of those rooms had a closet that opened, and it had a box of plushies. Uh, okay. And you could hide the box of plushies. Hmm. Uh, and when you return to the archivist... Uh, he would say, hmm, I seem to have misplaced my box of replacement Meepit plushies. I only have one other one, my favorite. He pulls a battered old Meepit plushie from a locked cabinet and sniffles as he examines it. This little guy was the first Meepit plushie I ever bought. Oh. And then you could steal that one no. and take it to <laughs> and take it to his nephew, <laughs> uh, who would try to put a ribbon on it and then destroy it accidentally. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but he would find a dagger hidden inside of it. Huh. Uh, and the and the dagger would give you your next uh, pattern. Uh, you could also take it back to the archivist and he would say, Oh, my poor Meepit plushie, my absolute favorite, but at least my nephew meant well when he destroyed it by accident. And of course, it led to finding a clue. How fortuitous. Well, you best be off to the observatory while I mourn my poor Meepit plushie. <laughs> uh, and you would discover the... Thief Constellation. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Astronomy Club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president, who grabs a protractor and threatens you with it every time you come near him. <laughs> the other club members give you overly casual nods. The walkie sidles up and whispers, don't worry, we'll be making our move soon. And in the meantime, hang on to this. Don't ask where I got it. Let's just say it might come in handy later on, or it might not. And you would get this item added to your inventory. <laughs> It is the Astronomy Club, a club with a star on it. <laughs> I was about to say, are we going to Julius Caesar this guy? <laughs> I do like, all right, I do like after every, like, so I'm using a, I'm for this I'm using a guide that's like not on Neopets, it's on jellyneo.net that has like game guides and stuff for Neopets. Um, I really like that every time it notes that you would you will get an item. There's a note in red underneath of it that says, this is a real item and can be stolen. Please make sure you keep it safe. 
Because there are like random events on the site that will like steal your items. <laughs> so you got to put it in your like safe deposit box or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been playing Neopets and... for two hours and 23 minutes now. I know how this works. Yeah, I just like that they have a, a huge warning after every single plot item that's like, you can lose this. Please don't. <laughs> don't be like Marn. You'll get stuck. <laughs> um, and I, I think actually the reason I got stuck was like, I didn't understand how to do any of the constellation stuff. And there like wasn't a good game guide at the time. Oh, sure. So I just like stopped. Um. Uh, the archivist says uh, this removes the thief from the list of suspects. Um, it would have made the most sense, but, uh, and he says, uh, something is stirring in my memory. Yes, I think I know where to look. The search may bear no fruit, but I must try. I will have to go into the archives for a while, but continue your search. There are only three constellations left to find, and we may not have much time left. Uh, and you would unlock the, uh, Book of Ages chapter on the thief, uh, who was born into a life of thievery. Mm. Uh, but he was, as you may imagine, a thief with a heart of gold. Oh shit, he had a heart of gold. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, and he saw another thief stealing from someone down on their luck, and he stole from them. And returned it to the person. So, like, from um, the rich and then gave it back to the poor? Yeah. Wild. Uh, now he uses his thieving skills for good to ensure that the working poor did not suffer from crime. Me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, on April 27th, it was discovered that at the quarry farm and docks, uh, there was a little pet pet who appeared that you could click on uh, one of them. And it said, this poor little Veolius seems to have his flames extinguished and has been severely injured. Perhaps you should take him to the archivist. He might know what to do. Um, and you could take him to the archivist who would put the pet pet in a little pet bed and would say, oh my, what a poor little Veolius. I wonder what happened to his owner. He seems very ill. Hmm. Uh, and you could go to the alchemy club that had opened up, uh, which would sell you um, a elixir of pet pet healing for 30,000 Neo points. <laughs> the, the Quiggle cackles at you and demands 30,000 Neo points for the medicine. What a jerk. <laughs> uh, and you could click on it to buy it. Uh but you would get a little cutscene that said the archivist storms over and swats the quiggle on the hand. Hey, no selling of items are is allowed in the archives. Why are you such a troublemaker anyway? <laughs> um, and you could return to the punch club, um, and you would find that you could get a slice of blueberry pie from one of the tables at the punch club. Uh, and that would at, be added to your inventory. Uh, and then you could go to the rest of tomb and actually get inside the rest of tomb. And you would find an angry mummified gelatinous non-cube. <laughs> hmm. Um, and if you refresh the page at 29 or 59 seconds past the minute, uh a portion of bandages would come loose on the image and you could click it and you would grab some loose bandages. Jesus, okay. 
Uh, and then you could go back to the archivist's office and you could give the pet pet uh, medicine, pie, and bandages. Okay. Uh, and once you did so, you got a little message that said the Violius seems to be feeling better. A skeeth knocks on the door just then. Why, hello there, he says. I'm from the Pet Pet Protection League, and I heard you were nursing this poor little creature back to health. Very helpful of you. I'd like to present you with the certificate on behalf of the PPL. Uh, and the certificate had the pattern that you would need for the next constellation, which was the Gatherer. Okay. Uh, the janitor says, wow, it's getting really bright in here with all these gems lighting up the ceiling. Only two left. I wonder if anything special happens when all of them are lit up. Now that would be something to see. <laughs> the astronomy club members greet you warmly as you enter the room, except the club president, who isn't here. The walkie Corbett and Buzz approach. No, we haven't gotten rid of him yet. He left just as we were about to take over. We were going to wait by the door, and when he comes back in, that's when we'll make our move. Get ready. They hide by the door, waiting for the club president to return. Although it could be a few days. Hmm. Uh, the archivist has a book that he shows you which is an ancient Altadorian spell book um, he has found some magics in it that might have been used as part of a larger spell um, and all of the magics in the book are about hiding knowledge and erasing memories and he has found that it was donated to the archives by Jordana uh, who is one of the twelve uh, and he says, you must keep the secret. If Jordana were to hear of this, well, she might kill us or worse. And that's assuming she even remembers what happened. She might have made sure that the spell affected her own memory so that she could honestly deny any knowledge of what she did, at least until the spell was broken. And then who knows what machinations she's planning, assuming that Jordana even is the one behind this. She might just be a pawn of Altador's or some other power entirely. We must be vigilant if we want to survive this. Hmm. Um, and the Book of Ages had unlocked a chapter on the gatherer, Fauna, um, who grew up on a farm and tended to pet pets, uh, in her area and saved them from a beast which she tamed. Okay. Uh, the next area opened on May 13th, which was the Altador Water Distribution Plant. Uh, you could click on the city's water tower to go there. Um, but you would be told that the plant wasn't open to the public for tours, and you could you would have to arrange something with the Civilian Affairs Office to see the inside of the plant. Hmm. Um, but if you clicked the path at the back of the rock quarry... Uh, it would lead you to the city wall, and if you clicked a very specific, like, section of pixels on the wall, it would take you to a secret room. You gotta hit the right brick. Uh, yeah, with, like, a, with a enormous spectral minotaur uh, okay. who, was, who was guarding a, a necklace, um, and if you clicked on the necklace... It would say, you are not worthy enough to pass. The Guardian, though made entirely of ethereal mist, projects a field that forces you back. You cannot approach the pedestal. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then if you went to the farm, uh, you would get a message from the farmer that said, uh, Hello there, are you from the Altadorian Water Department? The irrigation ditches near my farm have been filling up awfully quickly. If the water flow doesn't slow down, I'm going to lose my crops. Farming does not work this way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you went back to the water tower, 
Uh, you would see the, the engineers again, uh, who would say, you've got to help us. The plant's gone berserk. It's running water every which way. We don't know how to fix it. This plant was designed by a mad wizard, and he didn't write any documentation. We're doomed. <laughs> I always knew having a mad wizard design our water distribution plant was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there were there were three rooms of the plant, uh, and each one had valves and switches in it. Um, and <laughs> this guide says, you can ignore everything else, including the water levels. Simply play around with the switches and valves. Unfortunately, no one has worked out a proven method yet. What you have to do is play with the switches until you save Altador. <laughs> <laughs> Here is one method. It appears to work for some people, but not others. First, pull all of the levers up, and all of the wheels in the plus position. This will flood Altador. <laughs> now return to the pipes room. The pipes and levers will all now be in different random positions. Put all of them in the opposite positions by clicking everything in every room once. This will stop the flooding. One of our users reported that this technique works better if you return to the pipes room immediately after flooding Altador and click everything quickly. <laughs> <laughs> god uh so basically it was another one where you just like had to try different combinations until you got the one that worked uh and when it was done you could go back to the farm and the farmer would say thank you so much for saving my crops we surely would have drowned in a flood if it hadn't been for your quick thinking uh and then you could go and get the necklace uh because the spectral Minithius steps aside, letting you pass. You have proven yourself worthy by protecting Altador. Well, hell uh, and yeah. Your next, yeah, and your next pattern uh, for the constellation would be for the necklace, um, which was the protector constellation. Uh, the Astronomy Club members don't greet you at all as you enter the room, as they're hiding behind the door, waiting for the club president to return. <laughs> and just as he does, they jump him, and a struggle ensues. There is an illustration of this, by oh, the way. Oh, yes. <laughs> Get his ass. The walkie, the walkie Corvette and Buzz manage to hold the blueberry. He seems extremely upset. Unhand me, you vermin, he shouts. You'll never get away with this. This is my club, mine. The Buzz notices something and yells, Look, there's something sticking out of his toga. Indeed, there seems to be a little green flap poking out the back of his toga. Gasp. The Blueberry's face is a mask. <gasps> you pull it off to reveal that dastardly quiggle. The astronomy members gasp in shock. Goodness, it's old man Withers from the herbalism mining underwater basket weaving engineering <laughs> alchemy and dance clubs. He must have been trying to subvert the only other club in Altador that actually had any members. Jesus. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, and then uh, the, the walkie, who is the vice president... Uh, becomes the president of the astronomy club. Hell yeah. <laughs> you get what's coming to you. Uh, and then if you go visit the archive, uh, the archivist peers out into the lobby and then softly closes the door. I don't know whether you've noticed this, but the lights above the statues in the Hall of Heroes are no longer lit. None of them, not even Jordana's. From what I gather, this happened about the time that you took the necklace from its pedestal. I'm guessing that the necklace was the power source for the magic that has been providing you with the clues to the puzzle, and apparently magically powered the gems of the ceiling of the Hall of Heroes. That accounts for half the mysterious magic at any rate. The other half, that which is still in our history, remains as strong as ever. 
Uh, he also mentions uh, that he uh, should do research in the main archives. He uh, and he will leave them open for you if you want to wander around. Um, you could wander around the library. Uh, but if you wandered around long enough, you got a message that said, oh no, you seem to have found your way into some sort of spatial abyss. What a ridiculous feature to build into a library. <laughs> uh, you also unlocked uh, the Book of Ages chapter, The Protector, which about, which was about Jordana. Does, uh, she does your was... library not have an abyss built into it? Not that I know okay. of. <laughs> uh, Jordana was a wanderer who met... Uh, King Altador during her travels and listened to his uh, tale of wanting to found a city uh, and she protected him when they were attacked by loops in the forest. Uh, she protected him with a magical shield uh, and then he was like, quit your job join my band. I mean, and she did. <laughs> hold on. So a loop is yes. a neopet that's a wolf. <laughs> I I know where you're going with this. Yes. So is a were loop do they bite a loop and it turns into a bigger loop or do they bite anything and it turns into a loop? They're just like mutated loops, I think. They don't follow the werewolf I'll rules. Uh no. Okay. I don't think That's a dis- so? you can't like bite a bloomeroo and then like 4 days later he's just like I need you to pull the trigger cuz I'm about to grow some fangs. Yeah, I w- <laughs> let me see if I can find a picture. I f- I feel like I I know what they are, but maybe the Neopets uh maybe the Neopets wiki are, has something more to say about are there this. People in Neopets, yes, but mostly like staff members. I think like the staff members, like Sonas, are like the only like humans quote-unquote okay uh where loops are ferocious loops who live primarily in the haunted woods and the woods surrounding meridel but can also be found in the area surrounding altador loops can be painted halloween to look like a where loop but halloween loops are where loop only by appearance where real where loops are cursed <laughs> okay you're only a real <laughs> where loop if you come from this certain area of france otherwise you're just a sparkling neopet yeah uh where loops are much are naturally much larger and or stronger than other pets they can tower over an average size loop or be roughly the same size as one in the neopets the darkest fairy game their strong enemy is capable of doing a lot of damage being bitten by a were loop may or may not cause a pet to become one. <laughs> were loops change every full moon, but can change forms of their own free will at any other time. As illustrated by were loops attacking in Neopets the Darkest Fairy, when it clearly wasn't a full moon. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the were loops popularity has caused it to be used in many fan fictions. Really, you don't say. <laughs> The big beefy oh, wait, wolf a, is in fan fictions. Huh. Yeah, here's a picture of some How of them. How about that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what was the first word of that sentence? Apparing, apparently or shockingly? What was it? <laughs> apparently. apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Whereloop King is the leader of the Whereloops, earning his position through treachery and and ruthlessness. His weapon is a large bone boomerang weapon, which doubles as a sword. Uh, the term is the alpha, Marn. 
Oh, there's also a four-armed loop uh, who is in service of the of the Weirdloop King. <laughs> All right, Machamp. <laughs> Someone's oh, like, boy. I'm gonna fuck Lucario and Machamp, but I don't know which one to pick. And Neopets is like, we got you covered. And don't worry, he's got a loincloth that looks like a slice of pizza. <laughs> god oh boy um okay we're loops aside (laughs) um you could also go to the hall of heroes and uh hang the necklace around uh any of the statues necks um this will become important okay on june 1st uh, you could go up to visit the observatory and return to the hall of heroes but it would take you to a page that uh looked down on the statues from the staircase um, and it would give you three stars of a constellation. There's a pattern on the floor. Um, uh, If you visited the archivist, um, he said that you needed to find the next three stars in the constellation. Uh, To do that, you would visit the janitor who would uh, let you into the basement of the tower uh, where you would find the next three stars Uh, The archivist would then tell you to go to find the next couple, uh, and you would go to the rock quarry, um, pick up a rock, go back to the janitor, go to the basement, view the gears, um, and open up the ceiling, and then you would have to go back to the quarry, throw your rock... Pick up a different rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then go to the uh, herbology club uh, where you would have to ask the club president to teach you how to juggle. And then you would go back to the quarry, uh, show off your juggling for the, the miners there, and get a third rock <laughs> from the miners. <laughs> They'll only give you a third rock if you prove you can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you would place the three rocks on the three gears in the basement. Um, you had to, like, do a puzzle, like, a a trial and error puzzle to see which rock went into, like, which set of gears. Um, you, and then open the roof a certain way to complete the constellation on the floor of the tower, and then you would be able to click on the full constellation, and it and then you would be able to take it to the telescope and find the star match for it and you would get the last constellation the hunter okay and after all of that uh you could go to the astronomy club um and they would thank you for helping them out and being such a good club member and say that they were working on a new paper for the Altadorian Journal of Astronomy about uh, how new constellations could be identified, and that uh, you could put your name on it as a co-author of the paper. Hmm. Neat. Um, <clears throat> the Book of Ages updated with the last chapter, The Hunter, which was all about King Altador, uh, and how he was raised in a city of corrupt leaders, uh, but he uh, <clears throat> and the uh, the citizens very slowly left, 
and built a new village and he left to seek out a new city and then he eventually decided to make his own. There's very few good reasons to start your own city. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, people found that there was... So there's an illustration of the of the protectors on the last page. They found that you could click on the darkest fairy and it would unlock dialogue from the archivist that said... Uh, the archivist says, strange, I'd overlooked that drawing of the betrayer, but you think it means something, you say. But what? The fire in her hands, well, it's practically her trademark. And the picture does resemble her statue in the Hall of Heroes. Except on the statue, the flames are stone, just like the rest of it. Perhaps there's some way to bring the stone to life. There might be such a spell in the archive somewhere, but the cataloging system doesn't go into detail about specific spells, just titles of books. This, Of course, there are thousands... What's this- up? <laughs> This is a bad idea. I'm just yeah. going to put that out there. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, there's a legend about a woman that's been uh, known as the betrayer who uh, was turned to stone. And there just happens to be a statue of her. What if we could find a way to bring that statue to life? Uh, that's your play? <laughs> that's your move? That's the game? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, archivist. <laughs> Uh, so from there, you could uh, enter the archives, and from there, you would have to know the exact coordinates of where you had found uh, your constellation of the sleeper all the way back at the beginning. God. Um, but uh, JellyNeo.net, uh, our favorite website, made a constellation finder uh, where you could punch in your star data and like your link to your telescope and everything and be like, Hey, show me the coordinates for like this star and tell me what room I have to go to, to find the spell book. Uh, <laughs> and it would do that. And, uh, cause all of the rooms had like an X value and a Y value. So you would just have to change those values to, uh, to get to the right room. Um, you would get the spell book, uh, and it was found. Uh, there were like literally tens of thousands of books uh, of spells in the book, and someone had to manually check all of them to figure out what spell you needed. Jesus. Uh, and it was spell twenty nine thousand eight hundred and eighty four. Uh, and once you entered that, you could visit the Hall of Heroes and find that the darkest fairy statue was now flaming. Um, and you could put the necklace on the neck of the statue, uh, and you would get a little cutscene that said, you place the necklace around the neck of the darkest fairy statue. As soon as you do, the flames on her hands flare brightly, beams of light shoot out from cracks in the stonework, and a few seconds later, the statue explodes into a pile of rubble. A loud ringing sound echoes throughout the room and across all Altador. Everyone staggers back, looking very dizzy, and puts their hands to their temples. Then the ringing sound ends. A minute later, the archivist comes running inside. Oh, goodness, he shouts as he reaches you. I remember it now. I remember everything. Indeed you do, intones a deeper, more profound voice. You turn to see King Altador striding into the room, Jordana at his side. Phineas sees them, but he doesn't seem frightened at all. Instead, he rushes over to Jordana and bows before her. My lady, I'm so sorry to have doubted you. I didn't remember. Jordana chuckles gently. Of course, she says. That was the intent of the spell, was it not? 
He cracks a smile. Yes, I suppose it was. Um, perhaps we should explain matters to my friend over here. He glances at you. Jordana approaches you. You look confused, she says. Of course, since you knew nothing from before the spell, you have not remembered anything. So allow me to explain. King Altador puts a hand on your shoulder. Let us adjourn to the council chamber, he says. Uh, and that is the end of the plot, except you unlock the epilogue um, of the Book of Ages, uh, which talks about uh, the veiled past, um, and it talks about the betrayer suggests to Altador uh, that they use the army to bring all of the other Neopian kingdoms together under his rule. Um, and then uh, people felt that that would sow the seeds for her further betrayal in the future. Okay. And that was the plot, baby. All right. Uh, okay. Not sure I really get the ending. I feel like it's uh, kind of a letdown compared to the uh, the coup of the uh, astronomy club. Uh, but I'll take it. Yeah, it was like it was weird because it was like meant to be a kind of like a a prequel to the game, so they couldn't like end it very conclusively because like the story of the game is like, oh, the darkest fairy is back. We have to defeat her. So like she couldn't show up in the plot and like have things happen to her. (laughs) Weird. Okay. Well, overall, you know, it's an arc. Uh, The journey is usually better than the, where you actually get with things. Yeah. The journey is better than destination. That's what the the saying is. I can't talk. It's 1130. Um, (laughs) But that's a lot of fun. Um, I guess. What do you say? We, uh, we, we rate it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where do you land on the story of this one? Um, I like it. It's it's pretty good. It's better than... I got nothing... Huh? I got nothing bad to say about it. <laughs> yeah, it's better than I was expecting for uh, the... A section of Neopets that was used to promote a video game that they were doing. Um, and there's a lot of fun funny writing and plot progression in there um the uh, aforementioned coup of the astrology club astrology astronomy whichever one of those isn't isn't the zodiac um taking down the club um <laughs> learning to juggle so that you can carry a third rock in you at all times uh <laughs> things like that are just funny little interactions that i really appreciate in this kind of weird video game that you're carrying through and working out and sorting through puzzles with players. I, I think that's really fun and funny and a, a lot better than I was expecting for um, my lowered expectations for anything related to Neopets. Uh, I'm boo-boo the fool on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, there's like at least two big plots that we like, haven't even gotten to dig into. And like, Eventually, one day, I'd like to do a second episode where we talk about the Lost Desert plot and um and the Haunted Woods plot. Should we do part two next one time? One day. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. We had we had uh, Christmas in Julargust, and now we'll have um, <laughs> Christmas in Julargust. Neo September. Hell yeah! I think I feel like I feel like the Haunted Woods was even longer than the Altador one. I could be wrong though. Okay. 
I know the I know the Lost Desert plot wasn't as long, and I think it happened before Altador. I get kind of the timeline of all of them mixed up in my head because they're all standalone, basically. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm curious to hear what else this team has done, and uh, I liked these enough. So, yeah, I'll give this one a a, a a solid eight on the story. Good job. Yeah, I would give it like an eight or a nine. I think. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about the puzzles? For this, and I like we got to include the other two too. The the other yeah. ones that you told me about, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a fan. I like. I mean, it 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 also has a nostalgia factor for me because these were like very much like the first uh the first arg type things I ever did. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like I like them. <laughs> yeah, I they're doing you know the fun old standbys of looking in source code and having a bunch of stuff built in into the website as itself. Um, that's one of the things that I really like about an ARG that's hosted by something like Neopets as opposed to other sites that don't have the literal bandwidth or a team or anything like that to put them together or like a such a flushed out hosting page to manage it. Um, Uh when you have the Neopets website, you can do some stuff with that. And I like that they did. Yeah. I I really like how they, how they will like hide stuff in like normal map pages and be like, Oh, like here's this little asset that like we already had on the map. What if we like add a link here and you can click on it? Like stuff like that. Yeah. I, I like all that. I think it's really well done. Um, they're not the most complex or complicated puzzles, but at the same time, your intended audience is people playing Neopets, which is middle schoolers. So, like, it seems like that you crushed it there. I I think that turned out really well. Yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get a little more complicated. I think when we cover, uh, I I remember the Lost Desert plot having some like weird, complicated stuff in it. Maybe also the the Haunted Woods one. Okay. Well, cool. Sounds good. Um, we'll have to cover those next time. Sounds good to me. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. How do you feel on the fun factor, Marn? I feel like these are very fun. I would give them a 10. Yeah, I would too. This is fun. Uh, I'm, they're not- I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of Neopets. I like, I shamelessly like the lore. I like the little guys. <laughs> I, I'm, I laugh at that, but I shamelessly like the lore of Magic the Gathering. So like what? At some point, who can really judge anything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, awesome. I think that's going to do it for us for right now, unless we got anything more to add. I don't think so. You want to do recommendations? Right. Recommendations. I, You know, I leave for a month and I don't know how what I'm doing. Uh, Marn, <laughs> what do you have to recommend for us this week? Uh, my recommendation is a mashup album that I have been listening to this week. Uh, it is a mashup album called Mad Rat Monday. Uh, it is... Oh, Jesus. I just opened the, the YouTube uh, page for it, and it started, like, <laughs> blaring into my headphones. <laughs> um, it's... Uh, this mashup artist made uh, a mashup album that has only tracks from the rhythm game Mad Rat Dead uh, mixed with a bunch of different show, uh, mixed with a bunch of different other songs. Uh, it, the whole album is like an hour and fifteen minutes. It's really good. If you like like the mouth albums that like Neil Cesariga has done, you should check it out. Um, Matt, I know, I know, like the audio of Mad Rat Purgatory went around a while ago. It's like Linkin Park's Numb mixed with like 
an H.H. Gregg commercial mixed with, like, video game music. <laughs> it's great. I, uh, I listened to this this morning when you were tweeting about it. Um, mm-hmm. And it has such a strong energy to it that I was just yeah. like, I was like, it is 10 a.m. and I'm at work. I can't deal with this right now. Um, but I need to go back and re-listen to it because I I liked yeah. I liked parts of what I was hearing, but I was just like, I'm not awake enough for this right now. <laughs> My brain can't handle this in the moment. Yeah. Um. So it's it's also on Bandcamp, and you can download it. It's like pay what you want. Um. So I I downloaded it to my phone yesterday, so I could listen to it in the car. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's it's really good. Um. It's possibly the only thing I've really been listening to this week. I don't, I feel like I had another recommendation, but I don't remember what it is. Oh. Um. Alyssa and I just finished watching a uh, brand new Cherry Flavor, which if you like horror and like especially kind of like gross horror you should check it out um there's a lot of like weird body horror stuff in it but it is about um it's about a like amateur filmmaker who comes to uh who comes to california like to pitch uh this short film that she's made to like turn into a feature film um and this producer basically steals the idea from her um and she like meets this uh witch essentially who like offers to help her put a curse on this producer Hell um yeah. and it's really good it is like a, a mini series that netflix just put out um it's pretty gross uh there's there's some real some real moments of gore uh, <laughs> that i was like warned about going into it and even that was like a little bit intense for me um, but it, it's good. I, I, I really enjoyed watching it. <laughs> Hell yeah. What's it called? Brand new cherry flavor? Yeah. There's a lot of cats in it. Um, nothing nothing bad happens to the cats. Good. I promise. I say, is that sarcastic? <laughs> or- <laughs> no, 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 no. It's real. Um, one of well, like, good. like one, one of the plot points is that like the, uh, like the protagonist, uh, keeps like, basically like vomiting these kittens that like what represent like her like inner magical power and she's like giving them to the witch as payment for like the curse all right it's it's a bonkers show okay (laughs) (laughs) all right uh probably not in my wheelhouse but i hope you all enjoy yourselves (laughs) yeah I, i like you definitely would not enjoy watching it (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) uh my recommendation this week is that i have i've joined the dark side and fallen down the rabbit hole of finding a moba game that i like um but Mm -hmm. it's it's pokemon unite i've heard good things about pokemon i i've always liked the like meta game of games like league of legends uh but i never enjoyed playing them and then i realized that like i like those games infinitely more when they only take 10 minutes and instead of having to learn a bunch of new guys to get mad at i already know pikachu (laughs) um it's it's nice that if a teammate's like hey pikachu's coming your way i'm just like i know him i know what he's gonna do to me um I don't have to be like, <laughs> someone's like, 
playing League, they're just like, Yasuo's heading there. And I'm like, well, I hope he has a good time because I don't know who that is or what he does. Um, but we'll find out when he gets here. Now it's just like, yeah, Pikachu's going to hit me with a Thunderbolt and I'm going to kick him. Uh, easy peasy. Um, <laughs> and the games are only 10 minutes, so you don't have to like lose a game for 30 minutes. It's great. Um yeah, I, I, if you like MOBAs in any way and you enjoy Pokemon, check it out. It's free on the Switch, and uh, I've been giving way too much time to it lately. They just released hmm. Blastoise and announced Mamoswine, so, like, I'm happy. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've heard good things about it. I haven't checked it out yet. It's it's fun. I don't have a team to play with. I'd like to play with people that, I, I, that at least know what they're doing instead of just a bunch of strangers, because it's kind of tough to be like... Why is this person doing this? Well, they're probably a kid that likes their Pikachu. Like, what you know, I can't really get too mad at a kid playing a MOBA game, even if I'm just like, we need to contest the point. But I'm enjoying the game a lot. Nice. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, I think that we're going to wrap things up. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Uh, we're active on Twitter. You can find us together. We're at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, you can find us individually. I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corp Survivors. And if you want to get in touch with us, you can also do so by email. We've received a lot of good emails over the past couple weeks, and also a lot of uh, spam from some radio company that wants us to sign our podcast that I am sure is a scam. Um, if it's not, hey, email me and say, hey, I heard that. Um, but you can email <laughs> us something else at argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we read everything that comes in, even if we don't always respond. Um Beyond that, if you want to support the show, you can do so. You can find us at Patreon. That's P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com. Uh, otherwise, you can go to Patreon and just search for Argonauts Podcast. Uh, you'll find us buried under the Greek mythology shows. Um, and I think that's about it. So until next time, I'm going to be playing Neopets. And that's Args, baby.
Hey Raven. What's up, Fantast? Do you like anime? I sure do. Do you have a limited amount of time in your schedule due to demands of capitalism? Unfortunately, yes! Well, I have the show for you. It's called Weebkin Warriors. Oh yeah! It's that podcast where you and I come together every Thursday and talk about anime that are 24 episodes or less. That's right! And you can find us on the Orange Girls Podcast Network or your podcatcher of choice. Have, have a, a good, good Weebkin! weebkin.